106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You know, we are addressed as MAGA extremists, extreme MAGA Republicans, and I would like to make um, just a clarification point. It's ultra MAGA. That's what we prefer. Yes. And, uh, but also, um, Mr. Ranking Member, reclaiming my time, Mr. Ranking Member, I am very happy um, that you have moved on from pronouns to adjectives. And, uh, you know, when you guys start acting democratic, I'll be sure to call you Democratic Party. Sleepy Joe Biden says he was raised Puerto Rican, okay? Raised in a Puerto Rican community, which is fake news. He's one of the whitest people in the history of the world. He's whiter than Sean King, or as I call him, Talcum X. Sleepy Joe is Puerto Rican. If he's Puerto Rican, then Elizabeth Warren is actually an Indian. You know, I call her Pocahontas because she's a fake Indian. Elizabeth Warren, not a real Indian. That's why I call her Pocahontas. But let's make a deal. You know, nobody makes deals like I do. I love making deals. If Sleepy Joe is Puerto Rican, that Stacey Abrams is skinny, okay? The last time I saw Stacey Abrams, I was whale watching, or as I call it, watching The View. And Darcy Blows, Stacey Abrams, the beast of the Southeast, as I call her, the beast of the Southeast, the only person capable of making Rosie O'Donnell look tiny, okay? She makes Rosie O'Donnell look small. It's incredible, believe me. They did a giant study, 65 countries, or maybe something like 65 countries, many, many different studies. They looked at them all. Natural immunity, as good or better than the vaccine. Something I've been saying since the beginning, and I get called an anti-vaxxer. That's not an anti-vaxxer. You know, my problem with the media from both sides is not that you, you guys lie. It's that you tell me your side of the story that you want me to know. You don't tell me the whole story. I'd be curious as to how much play this story gets, because I, I, I remember reading that they did a study of Republicans versus Democrats, the question was, what percentage, this is like a year and a half ago, what percentage of people who get COVID require hospitalization? The answer is less than 1%. Almost half of Democrats thought it was over 50%. They listened to your network. Where do they get that kind of information? Good evening. Every teacher that has a pride flag in their classroom should be fired and arrested. The gay flag is a sexual flag. It represents nothing other than sexual things. Gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and questioning. What business is it of anyone on this board of what children would like to do with other children? It is none of your business. It is between them and their parents. Now you're sending out surveys that's asking students what their gender is, what their pronouns are, and whether or not you should be telling their parents. Could you imagine if my son or one of yours went to school and said, hey, I'm gay and you never knew? I refuse to believe that any of you think that that's appropriate. Because if you think that that is appropriate, you would be a predator. What I'm realizing is that women, especially black women, are a special kind of stupid. Now, I'm told that they're educated far greater than 
than black men. But you have to be crazy to decide, I don't need a man. And you know what? I'm still going to have children. But in order to take care of this child, I'm going to go out and work eight to 10 hours a day. And then when I get home, I'm going to be too tired to actually parent. So I'm going to let my children be raised by TV and social media. And so then you have your daughter thotting on the gram and then your son being this thug. But you know, hey, I'm educated and I'm smart and I get to celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day. No, what you are is an educated fool because who in their right mind would decide that they want to go against the very nature of, of a woman and the reason why God put us on this earth? This is Lou Benninger, and you're listening to No Hostages Radio, episode 206, to appear on March 11, 2023. Welcome to the show, and I hope you're doing okay. Uh, I'm here in Northern California. It's freezing up here. We've been having a real winter up here. Uh, not like unbearable, but it's like winter, not, not f- faking it, and lots of snow, lots of rain, but yet... Uh, The government of California still calls this a drought because they don't want to give any water to people. All the water needs to go to the smelt down in the Delta, so it doesn't matter how much water there is, uh, whether it's a uh, Noahic flood, they're not going to put up any more dams, though they were on the drawing board to construct more dams. We've doubled in size since that last dam was built in the 70s, yet... Uh, and I'm talking about population size, yet there's no more water. So they just let the water go out to the ocean and and, uh, tell the farmers, we don't have enough for you, and we don't have enough for people to drink in the cities. So some people may think, well, I can't, I I, I think uh, the fact that nearly 400,000 people left the state last year will get the government's attention. Actually, they know exactly how many are leaving, and they're thrilled about it. You think, well, how could they be thrilled? Uh, They pay taxes. They do this. They do that. They don't care. They want people to leave the state so they can rewild it. That means they don't want people living on the property. And that's going to be the solution to all their environmental ticks. So many things that are happening, you think, how could they think that? Because you compare the leadership of the uh, state to y- your thinking, and they're not thinking like you're thinking. They're wanting to destroy you. They're wanting to take your property. They're wanting to take your water. They're wanting to take your car. They're wanting to take your freedom. And that's just the way it is. So that's what this show is going to be about today. It's about that actually every week is the resistance Uh, to taking away our freedom, to taking away our liberty, to take away our constitutional rights, 
and to violate our lives. And uh, they've been doing a wonderful job of it. They're dedicated to it. They planned it this way. And it would be great if you could quit getting surprised by what they're doing because it doesn't match up with the way you think should be. They don't want things to be the way you think things should be. Even if they're righteous, even if they're correct, even if they're free, even if they're according to the Bible, even if they're according to the Constitution, they don't agree with any of that, and they're doing everything in their power to uh, ruin that for us. So as soon as you could get, the, get a clue and understand that this is a psyop, a psychological operation to constantly keep you uh, confused. Now, the other day, uh, maybe it was yesterday, someone posted, wow, I just got through putting away my balloon decorations, and now we're into train wrecks. Now, I hope you can get the sarcasm there compared to Thanksgiving and Christmas, etc. But that's what's going on. They're just going to be one thing after another thing. Farmers, crops are dying. Farmers, animals are dying. We got balloons flying over. We got explosions. We got assaults. We got all kinds of stuff going on. And it's all driven by the government. They hate you. You think, oh, no, I know a couple of government people. They, we, we elect him to office. I saw him speak once. He was really nice to me. Listen, the problem is that most of them want the same thing that the leaders of the foreign countries want, and that is a global world government. They, and, and the one country out of over 190 countries in the world, the United States is standing against that. Who's standing against it, you think? The leaders? No, no, the leaders aren't. It's you and me. That's why they wanted to create uh, or cause all middle class or small businesses to fail during COVID. They called them non-essential and they forced them out of business, hoping that they would never return. They didn't, they didn't complete the work of COVID to destroy us. And so uh, we are the, the small people of the world are standing against a handful of globalists. The sooner you see it that way, the, the more sense that everything uh, means, the more sense there is to it. That as you see it come over in the media, whether it's explosions, toxicity, poisoning, if they can, if they tried to poison us through the jab, they tried to poison us through the mask, they tried to poison us through uh, keeping us inside and running down our immune system. Now they're they're putting chemicals out over. They've been putting chemicals in the air through chemtrails for years. Now they're actually having planes or trains full of the most serious toxic matter, uh, they not only didn't clean it up properly, they lit it up to spread it all over the United States. You need to get a clue what's going on here, people. If you're missing the point, you can read the whole book and miss the point. I've done that myself when I was going to high school. Teacher said, Lou, I know you read the book by the report, but you missed the entire point. You are missing the point of what's going on, and we're doing our best here as well as many, many other podcasts and talk show people around the United States to try to clue people in to the uh, criminality of what's going on in the United States against us, the people of the United States. So I mentioned the podcast number, 
March 11, 2023. You can reach me by calling me or texting me at 503, sorry, 530 530-713-1838. 530-713-1838. If you're going to dial me up, you got to think of the hours. I'm on the left coast here in Northern California. And uh, you can also email me at Lou, L-O-U, at nohostagesradio.com. You can go on that website at nohostagesradio.com and look at our previous podcasts if you want to go that way uh, uh, and articles we write occasionally. Or you could just get whatever podcast you can glom onto from your local podcast source. So uh, we need to get a clue. Thinking that these things are just chance happenings like the stealing of an election. Corrupt things going on. China buying all kinds of property, spies all over the country in our labs, in our military, in our universities. These are a concerted effort, a planned effort, a strategy. This is all happening uh, by design by a group of people that don't want the United States to be the United States you and I know. That's just the way it is. And the sooner you come to terms with that and understand that and and begin to analyze what's shaken every day and what you should be doing uh, by that, uh, the sooner you'll be more effective. The rest of the time, you're just confused. You're like a kid that we spin around on the merry-go-round and you, we spin you, spin you, spin you, and then we let you step off the merry-go-round and you're spinning. You're standing up kind of, but you're spinning and you might even fall to the ground. They want to keep your head spinning. They want to keep you confused. One day you have them put on a mask, take off the mask, put on two masks. Oh, you got, you can't wear it. Yeah, it's great. It's bad. It's great. It's bad. It's great. It's bad. Stay in your house. No, out of the house. If COVID's bad in the house. No, it's bad out of the house. On and on. Oh, ivermectin, it will kill you. Hydroxychloroquine, it will kill you. Bodesonide, it will kill you. But uh, remdesivir, which will kill you, will heal you. Listen, people. You need to get a clue. I'm just, I'm not mad at you. I'm just, I'm imploring you, please think through these things. And they're not conspiracy theories when they're happening to you, hon. They're not, they're not theories when it's happening to us. Okay. So some of you have been following the fact here in, in uh, Northern California, we have a college district called the Junior College system in California, California community colleges or junior colleges throughout California. They are going broke. Nobody wants to go to them. There's lots of them scattered up and down the state and they were designed to be a, a college close to home. Easy. You could attend from home. You wouldn't have to move. You could take a couple of years worth of college classes and then transfer to a four year university. The, the units were cheaper at the local level. They were mainly under, um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, the beginning classes you take in, in college, under class or whatever they call it. Anyway, uh, it was an effective way to get a bunch of units under your belt and launch strongly with a good grade point into a four-year degree. Those days are past. Now they're propaganda centers. Now they shield and hide illegal immigrants. 
Uh, they are going broke. People don't want to attend them. You you know how I can tell because they're the the attendance is dropping year by year by year. They're falling apart. Yuba College, the campus in in Linda where it started many many years ago, it started in Marysville, the first Yuba College, and they moved it out to what we call Linda, just out into the county. And then they expanded and put satellite campuses in various places. Um, around Northern California and other counties like in Yolo County and Calusa County and Lake County. So there are various sub campuses, but Yuba college was the main campus in Linda over the years. Changes took place without ever telling the, um, the voters, the citizens of Yuba and Sutter counties. And so, uh, they were passing bonds out there. They put them on the ballot. They said, oh, we need to fix up the campus. If you've, if you've been around here in Yuba and Sutter counties or maybe in a closer, maybe you were over in Calusa County and you traveled over here. Back in the day, back in the 60s where the campus was pretty fresh, uh, if you drove by today, it would be shocking. You would be shocked. If you drove by, I've been trying to tell people to go by the Yuba County campus on, on North Beale Road. And get out of your car and take a walk around the campus. Uh, I just saw, in fact, I just saw a house that was built in 1775 or 6. A picture of it today. The Dobbin House. Not the Dobbins, but the Dobbin House. It's a famous house. It's a beautiful, it's a rock house. It's still standing. Yuba College was built in the 50s and 60s out there in uh, on, on North Beale Road. And then some later, 70s, 80s. Those first buildings have been allowed to collapse. They haven't done maintenance on them. It's just like building a new building or building or getting a new car and not not tuning it up, not changing the oil, not washing it, just putting gas in it, running it, running it hard, put it away wet, and just mistreating it. The the campus has been mistreated, ignored, abused, and allowed to fall apart. Then they turn around and it's like a, a spoiled brat saying, Mommy, I want another one. I broke this one. They have broken the campus by mismanagement. And instead of uh, focusing money to to put the campus back together in Linda, they chose instead to build a brand new building in Sutter County and a bunch of brand new buildings in Yolo County. Now, the interesting thing is that's in Woodland there, they passed bonds many years ago now, and they're spending the lion's share of those bonds in Woodland and on a campus. Like they're going to spend $43 million on a performing arts building. They're also building a new culinary building over there. So people that have been looking at this situation because of, of the obvious, it doesn't matter what the supervisors would say, for Yuba College, it's obvious what they're doing. They're allowing the campus to fall apart. If you lived next to a house that was that was uh, having the same experience as a college campus, you would wonder why are they allowing that beautiful house that they somebody spent so much money on once upon a time to the shutters to fall off it, the roof to fall to pieces, mold to grow up the walls. It's a travesty. And and to blame are the trustees or seven trustees. Now it's interesting. We've been trying to get people to drive over drive over to the different campuses: Lake County, Calusa County, Yuba County, 
uh, I mean, uh, Yolo County, and then back over to Linda and compare the campuses. If you drive to the other campuses outside Yuba County, you're going to notice that millions and millions of dollars are being spent. Now, you, a Yolo County campus, the Woodland campus, even though they're a part of the Yuba County system, they don't want to have anything to do with Yuba County and the name, the Yuba College. And so they've scrubbed the name off the diplomas, the certificates, uh, the name on the on the campus is called Woodland Community Campus. And there's a big sign that some of the uh, followers of this uh, website or Facebook site, they went over and took photos of the campus and took photos of a big sign. You know, when they announce a construction program and they announce they celebrate it and they list all the people involved in it and, and who who are behind it, and who's responsible for it. And they list who where the money came from and they list the trust trustees, but they also list where the money came from. And then they list the counties that are responsible uh, for that development. And instead of listing all the counties, there's eight counties that actually are part of the Yuba, Yuba County, uh, Yuba community college. There's eight counties that are a part of that system but not all of them pay equally into it. In other words, not the voters who own property in these uh, in this Yuba College community district. Property owners pay property taxes, and in those with those property taxes are added bonds that are passed for various things, whether it's a high school bond, grammar school bond, Yuba College bond, levy bond, whatever. Yuba and Sutter counties, all residents of Yuba and Sutter counties are saddled or yoked with the bonds for Yuba Community College system. That would include all the campuses. So even though you live in Yuba County or Sutter County, you are paying for campuses for a $43 million addition to a Woodland campus. You are paying for new colleges on a Calusa campus, new college buildings. You're paying for new buildings on a Lake county campus you might say well why don't they have their own campuses well good question the interesting thing is woodland not only doesn't want to be associated with the name of yuba college uh community college or whatever you want to call it yuba community college uh they want to separate because they don't think they're getting enough money out of these bonds and they just uh, were upset that they they were not going to get. I think it was 1.2 or 1.9 million. I have it here somewhere in my notes. The point is, though, between one and two million dollars was requested by the uh, Yolo campus, the Woodland campus, to go towards a new soccer field and complex, and the and the trustees turned it down, and they threw a fit. And the teachers at Woodland College threw a fit. Because they said it's our money. Really? It's your money? Yolo County doesn't even all pay for the bonds. You, you understand what I mean? There's all these parcels of property in you in Yolo County, and each of them, if they were going to be a part of this, should all be paying back the bonds that were, were borrowed, measures J and Q, back in the day. So this uh, Woodland Campus thanks Yolo County, Lake County, Calusa County, Glen Counties for for sponsoring J and Q. What about the people who really paid the bulk of it, which is Sutter and Yuba? Not even mentioned. So uh, what we have is is it looks like it looks like the trustees, without telling us, are going to abandon the property, and maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it should just shut down Yuba Campus, but I don't want to pay for bonds for a 
for a school that's not in my district. Like right now, I play, pay high school bonds. I play for, pay for levy bonds. Those levy bonds do not protect people in other counties. That, those levy bonds protect me, where my house is, where my property is. Why would I pay, for tax, pay taxes for a college that's not in my area? It's a ripoff. But that's what's going on. And um, you can let the, the trustees of Yuba College know they do have meetings. You can look it up on their website that tells when their meetings are. Sometimes they meet locally here in the Linda area at their campus there. But it's uh, if you go on to uh, my website, Live with Lou, uh, you can see postings about Yuba College. Or if you go on the Sutter County Say No to New Taxes. That's a Facebook site. Mine's a Facebook site, Live with Lou. You can Sutter County Say No to New Taxes. That's another place you can go to find out about the ripoff of the taxpayer that's happening uh, by the Yuba, Yuba College trustees. I'm also going to talk about uh, next, and you can look at those same, same Facebook sites for posting regarding the upcoming uh, attempt by the city of Yuba City to add a sales tax, an additional 1% sales tax, and they're again violating California and uh, United States Constitution by taking our tax dollars that have been taken from us by force and turning around and using that to lobby for another tax. That's against the law. And we'll be right back. Yeah, what Garland's saying, I can understand because those people that are going after those pregnancy resources center, they are doing it at night and it's hard to see at night. It is so hard. It's hard to see at night. Um, the, those who are attacking the pregnancy resources centers, uh, which is a, a horrid thing to do, are doing this at night um, in the dark. We have. I understand that because when it's dark, you can't find anything because it's hard to see because the light is gone. It's gone. You can't see nothing. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. It's hard to see at night. When the sun goes down, you can't see nothing. I tried hunting a squirrel once and I climbed way up in a tree and I could not find that sucker because it was dark. It's so dark and I ended up falling out of the tree. And that's when the bad guys come out. They come out at night because it's dark and you can't see none. I mean, when it's dark, you can't see anything because it's dark. It's hard to see because the sun is sleeping. The sun is resting its little sweet head and it's not coming up for hours. So you got a long period of time where it's just dark. It's so dark. And Garland's folks, those FBI guys, they can't they can't see anything either at night. You know, they have to wait till the sun wakes back up so they can do their job. If you shut off all the lights right now, like you shut everything off, you would not be able to see. You would just be like, where am I going? What? What, what what am I doing? It's hard. It's so hard when it's dark. Um, the, those who are attacking the pregnancy resources centers, uh, which is a, a horrid thing to do, are doing this at night 
um, in the dark. We have. I, so I totally stand with Merrick Garland. I agree with him. It's difficult to get anything done at night. And those guys, they're so clever because they're going after the resource centers at night. And finally, new rule. If something about the human race is changing at a previously unprecedented rate, we have to at least discuss it. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. 2.6% of boomers do, 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. Founded in part by the Rockefellers, the United Nations has been acting as a de facto world government since 1945. Starting in the 1950s, the UN began funding scientists to measure for carbon dioxide. And in 1992, they drafted what they describe as the international legal instrument for the conservation of biological diversity and outlined their plans to seize control of land under the guise of climate conservation, known as Agenda 21, because they wanted to accomplish their goals by the 21st century. But by 2015, they were failing and officially pushed their deadline back with Agenda 2030. In 2010, the Rockefeller Foundation published Scenario for the Future of Technology and International Development, wherein they outlined four different ways of achieving their goals, which they wrote, once crossed, these axes create a matrix of four very different futures. In 2020, they crossed the axis into the lockstep matrix. In 2022, at their 15th Convention on Biological Diversity, COP15, the UN increased the amount of land they plan to steal to 30% by 2030. Their 30 by 30 plan will require the displacement of millions. So far, the direct confiscation approach is working in Europe. The Dutch farmers have been peacefully protesting but they are being shot at by the police. And so the government isn't stopping, which is why the direct approach won't work in America. Less than a year after Agenda 21 was drafted, the US federal government attempted stripping away constitutional land rights from the Bundy family in Nevada. It was fought in the courts for decades and resulted in a peaceful protest with armed protesters. To avoid a gunfight, the feds backed off and adapted their plans. In 2008, the Rockefeller Foundation published America 2050, a strategy to reclaim natural resources and reform the federal role in land use policy. The America 2050 documents outline which areas of the country will be depopulated and which areas will be politically absorbed into 10 new mega regions. The Rockefellers envision most of the depopulation to occur in the central corridor of the United States. These are the same states that experienced the most COVID vaccine deaths. 
a massive area that is not included in the America 2050 infrastructure map and excluded from the new high-speed rail system planned. A big part of Rockefeller's America 2050 is the high-speed rail in America plan, which requires the use of existing railways for its implementation. Some are suggesting that this is why we are seeing so many train derailments. There have been over a dozen derailments and chemical spills on railways in just the past few months, some of which, like the one in East Palestine, are highly suspicious. And these chemical spills could be used as an excuse by the state to evacuate you from your homes and steal your land. The Comprehensive Environmental Response, Compensation and Liability Act, commonly known as Superfund, was enacted by Congress in 1980. The Superfund provides the EPA with the authority to seize control of private lands for long-term remedial response actions during the event of a toxic disaster. If what we are being told about the chemicals that were burned and released into East Palestine is true, then the EPA could plausibly shut down a massive area. And Cleveland can house the dislocated Ohioans in their 15-minute cities, while the government cleans up the mess and accepts the land as payment. Whether it's called Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, or America 2050, the United Nations and their friends are never going to quit. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. So I want to go on and, and talk about the city of Yuba City. Uh, a few years ago, Marysville, city of Marysville in Yuba County, the county seat, tried to pass a 1% sales tax. We defeated it. And then they did it again. And uh, they got uh, the Lanza, Lanza family, L-A-N-Z-A. They own Huss Brothers. They own a lot of property in the area. I don't know whether they're the biggest landowner, but they own a lot. And a lot of it they've done through uh, chicanery and dealings with county government, city government, getting good deals that you and I probably couldn't get. So they uh, they ended up p paying for the campaign instead of Marysville spending it out of their coffers. The Lonzas put up money for the public relations campaign to raise the, raise the taxes in the county, in the city. Now, listen, whenever sales taxes are raised, they hurt the small people or people that are barely doing well, minimum wage people, uh, the working poor, I would call them. They hurt them much more than they do rich people. But the rich people benefit by uh, the government being pleased with them, supporting taxes. And so they get deals, uh, special deals from government. It's called uh, crony capitalism. And they get special deals from government that pays them back handsomely from uh, giving to government. So uh, what it, what we end up having is a socialist government without ever voting for one because 
the government turns around and gets in collusion with people like Amazon.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, the big food stores, all the big stores, and they try and they crush the small guys. They never do give a, a break to the small guys. The breaks all go to the big guys. And so uh, Marisol finally passed a tax, so it raised 1% more sales tax. Then Yuba County put one on the ballot and claimed they needed, needed it for uh, public safety. But when you focus on public safety or any topic, if they wanted to build a a new uh, uh, flood control, they wanted to build new roads, they wanted to build new parks, whatever they wanted to do, if there was something they wanted to focus on, they have to get two-thirds vote of the populace to get it. So they said, oh, no, no, we're, we don't really – we don't want to go that way. We want to just um, – we need it for public safety, but it's going to be just a general tax where it's going to go into the general fund. So Yuba County lied. They talked out of the both sides of their mouth. One day they would say it's going to go into a special fund. Then they would say, no, it's going to go into a general fund. Then they'd say it's just for public safety. Then they'd say, no, it's not for public safety. Then they'd put up their signs, which would say support fire. We can't live without it. Support police. We can't live without it. And then they would go do these bog, dog, dog and pony shows and bring in the leaders of all these public safety agencies to say, we need it, we need it, we, we can't live without it, we can't live without it. And you never saw the librarian up there. You never saw the uh, county council up there. You never saw human resources up there. You never saw secretaries up there. You never saw all those other people because they didn't want – you never saw the people dealing with the pension program because they didn't want – to lead you to think that your money, the huge amount of these extra tax monies are going to go to pay off big pensions that none of you who are paying all these taxes get. Only the government people get these kind of pensions. No one in the private sector gets them. It's a, it's a Ponzi scheme. It's a, it's a Madoff, Bernie Madoff scheme. It's a scam. It's a scheme scam. So what happened is it, it passed, and then a, a local judge over, overthrew it, rejected it because, just what I said, they're liars in Yuba County. And then they got three crooked judges on the appeals court to reverse the local judge's decision and put it back into uh, power, which we're going to keep it for 10 years of 1% more tax. As soon as the money came in, they increased wages, they increased employees in all departments, not just public safety. What I'm telling you is they, are, they lied. They lied. And so uh, now we have Measure K. We have, we have Measure in, in the city of Marysville, in Yuba County, and now they tried one in Sutter County, and they tried the same thing, and it got rejected by the voters handily. Even with only 50% plus one, they claim they need, but they again promoted it as a public safety tax. They're liars. They always lie, and, and in this case, they took, in the county's case of Yuba County and in Sutter County, they took public funds and claimed they were just going to educate the public. You are not educating the public when you keep putting police and fire signs all over the place and claiming we're not going to respond to 911 calls. That is not education, people. That's called fear brokering and propaganda. So now, after the, the tax, 
the tax failed for uh, Sutter County. The city of Yuba City has now hired the same person. Uh, she is a uh, con. She's tried to get money from the government that she didn't deserve on loans. When she was on boards to give loans out, she wanted to get one for herself. She's manipulated. She's manipulative. She's a liar. And she ran the campaign uh, for these other, for Yuba County and lied all the way through. It's interesting. I talked to a supervisor. They said, oh, well, we didn't have anything to do with the marketing. That was Crystal Martin. They did all that. They don't want to take any responsibility for lying. They separate themselves from the propaganda campaign. And so now the city of Yuba City, the city council, five members, five member city council, they voted to hire this lady for $175,000. None of them are paying any money to her. They paid money to her when they ran for office. They hired her. That's fine. They can hire whoever they want. Adolf Hitler, whoever they want to hire. Uh, it's up to them. It is my business. But it's interesting when they hire the same person that they paid a lot of money to, then they got elected. And so now they're going to turn around and give her $175,000, not of their money, their individual bank accounts. They're going to take it out of your and my money. I'm just saying that I don't live over there, but they're going to take it out. If you live in the city, they're going to take it out of your money that you paid for taxes and give it to her. And you know what they're going to do? The whole idea is to, to hustle you, to confuse you, to propagandize you, to manipulate you, to lie to you, to give them more money. The, the, the Constitution of California and the Constitution of the United States of America forbids that, and they get around it. You know why they get around it? Because no district attorney has the backbone and the balls to come against their own uh, government. And when you don't have a district attorney that will file charges against your own government for wrongdoing, corruption thrives. Do you wonder how Fauci and Ralph Barrick and Jamie Farrar and Francis Collins and a director of health named Azar, A-Z-A-R, and Peter Daszak, do you wonder how all these people who could connived, lied, and produced vaccines, they had these vaccines long before COVID started. But you won't take the time to figure this out. And it's all plain. Actually, the entire evidence has been brought by a guy named Dr. David Martin, and we can't even get an attorney general or a local uh, district attorney to file murder charges against these people. And hundreds and thousands, and maybe it'll get up to millions of Americans, will have died because of taking the jab. Now, when we can't get attorneys to file a murder case, do you think they're going to get involved in a tax case when actually they benefit from the tax fraud? The attorney, the district attorney and the county council of each county benefits with millions of dollars in their pocket from the tax fraud. 
a sales tax fraud. That's exactly what's going on here. And that's what's happening. So they're paying. They voted to pay Crystal Martin $175,000, not of their money, not out of their personal pockets, but out of the, exactly what the government, the, the code of the Constitution said. You cannot take the public's monies to pay people like Crystal Martin. You cannot do it. But they do it, and they just ignore the law. Now, the next time you get pulled over, and they say, do you know what you were doing wrong driving? Just say, I don't have an idea. Do not ever suggest to the police what you think you were doing wrong. Then you just confessed. Do not ever do that. Even if you're doing something wrong, just say, I don't have a clue what I was doing wrong. What did you pull me over for? And then what I would say is, I, I think you should let me go. That's what I'm going to say. And when they say, why? I'd say, because the entire government here is lawless. You steal my money. You steal my freedom. Uh, you steal this. You steal that. You steal this. And the attorney, well, the district attorney is lawless. They do not follow the law themselves. Why should we follow the law? You know, we have people right now in our country. Our government in California is so corrupt that this guy, in fact, I, I have an article I was going to touch on a little bit later. And he wrote a great article about the corruption in the state of California. The corruption of the DMV is so bad. Say if you can't get a car smogged, there's, there's cities where this guy heard of this person that, that puts up these little cards on telephone poles that she could help with the smog. So he pulled in, he wanted to write a story about it. And so he found the smog ladies, lady knows known as a smog lady, kind of a street person, no teeth or most of them gone. So he needed a smog for his car. Couldn't get it smog. She said, give me $200. It's a lot more than your typical smog, right? She was gone for about 20 minutes, came back with a smog certificate and all good to go. And the fact is that the all these agencies now that have all these egregious regulations in California, there's no reason for us to get a smog every two years. It's totally ridiculous. The cars now are so clean, they do not contribute to smog here. But they still make you jump to the hoop. Now what that forces is good people to become criminals by just paying somebody off. The same thing happened with the jab. People couldn't take, didn't want to take the jab, felt it would kill them, so they just went around corners. And many medical people said, oh, yeah, I took the jab. You know what they did? They went into an office, one of their office, their own nurses, got the, got the vial out, put a needle in it, loaded it up, and squirted it in the sink. Now, do you think that's lawless? That's smart to me. But then they turned around and tried to impose a killer law, a law that would actually is forcing you to take your own life by injecting those that crap into your arm. But people right now are actually getting false shot cards, lying about taking the jab. I'd, I'd lie. I don't have any problem with it. I'd lie to get a smog certificate. That lady, get if I couldn't get my car smog to smog and I wanted to keep my car, I'd, I'd pay somebody to give me a false certificate if it worked. The gut, this, this has now become a third world state. I'm not speaking for all you people in other states. I know some of you are listening out there. We have a corrupt de department of motor vehicles. 
And there's all kinds of people getting licenses that can't even pass the test. They can't even pass the written test. They get licenses. I, I met a guy uh, years ago. He's, he's still here. He finally got uh, immigrated, uh, got his proper immigration papers. He came illegally from India through Mexico into the uh, United States. He was here illegally. And he was trying to get a work permit. And down in Salinas, uh, he was able to file and get a work permit because uh, Reagan did a uh, amnesty back then. And so he was here illegally. So he went down and to get a work permit. He paid he paid the money. He didn't know how the system works. He just follows whatever they tell you, right? You don't know how to get it. It's so complicated. And so he got himself a work permit. Well, then he got in trouble with the government. And they said, well, all those people in that Salinas immigration office were crooked and they were all asking you for money, but they were keeping all that money. And so they took his passport from him and said, you're not, we're going to deport you because you were involved in it. Well, all he was, it, all he took part in it, he just did what they told him. If you go to the DMV and they tell you this is how much you owe, do you argue with them? Or you just give them the money? You just give them the money. Then you have the government come and, and say they caught you in a, uh, a sting operation. Well, all you were trying to do is get a green card. I'm telling you people, this government in California is corrupt from the cities right on up to the state. People are paying people off to get whatever they need done, even if it's a, to get out of a uh, criminal situation. We have the DAs. It's, the interesting thing on Measure K, I filed a complaint against Measure K with the uh, Fair Political Practices Commission, the FPPC, and it was a real eye-opener. The first time they just rejected I filed it again about lying on, on the propaganda they were putting out. And they said, Lou, the problem is that the, attor- the district attorneys will not prosecute anything at this level. And I thought, well, no, no kidding. Pat McGrath, the attorney, the district attorney, is out stumping and, and uh, running around doing a dog and pony show at these different county meetings all over the county promoting more money for him. Why would he stand against it? He's, he's actually behind taking our money and violating the Constitution. This guy is a lawyer. He is a district attorney. He is like the highest law official in our county, and he's violating the law. He is lawless. When you have a lawless government, you're screwed, people. You are screwed. The only way out of it, I told you uh, a couple weeks ago, I said, Look up the film. It's on YouTube, Battle of Athens. It's about an hour and 30-some minutes. And look at what these guys did. Do you think that's possible to do today? I doubt it. Because most people are willing to just roll over and just let it happen. Battle of Athens, you got to look at it. But I'm telling you, when, you're, when your own officials are corrupt, our supervisors, our city council, our judges, our attorneys are corrupt— and they ignore the law. We have nothing left. You have nothing left. And it's only a matter of time till they just take, 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 take. Listen, what they really want is to just take everything you have, just like uh, Klaus Schwab with the Global Reset says, take everything you have, and then they'll give you back what you should have. Like the universal income. They just cut you a check. You don't have to do do whatever you want. Nancy Pelosi has said this exactly. She said some people ought to just 
you know, well, just give everybody a check, and if they want to be an artist and not earn any money and just paint every day, they can paint every day. Listen, these are rich people that are in control of the assets. That's exactly what you have in a communist country. They just got at it in a different fashion. They did it by violence in China. They're doing it here by manipulation and underhandedness and corrupting our legislative process. And that's exactly, you think, oh, I can't believe what they're doing in Washington. Listen, people, they're doing it right here in Yuba, Sutter Counties, Marisol, Yuba City. They're doing it right here, and you are allowing it. Please don't throw a fit about the federal people unless you're going to get off your sofa and your lazy boy and do something here locally. You're getting stolen blind. Do you realize that every city and county is baroque? You know why? Because they promise these fantastic salaries that no one deserves. No one deserves. Memorize that. And no one deserves to get $175,000 or $200,000 a year until they drop dead after, after working for 25 years here. And they live another 30 years or 25 years. That's ridiculous, people. No, for our grandkids and our great-grandkids and our great-great-grandkids to be paying for people that lived and they never even met them, to be paying for their retirement is absolutely a criminal and evil and sinful way to do business. When those people leave office, they should take whatever, whatever was set aside for them and go along their merry way, and we shouldn't hear from them again. We should not be beholden to any of these people after they walk out of office. If they don't have enough set aside retirement in some sort of system, then screw them. Hey, hey, they never worry about any of us. They're not shedding any tears if somebody made bad investments or wasted all their money on gambling or smoked it in a crack pipe. Why should we pay all them? This is an entire ripoff, and, and they'll never talk about it. If they put a tax out, if they want to raise taxes and they said this is to pay for $150 million of back pensions, you'd think anybody would, hardly anybody would vote for that. But that's what we're paying for, people. This is a lie from the get-go, and we need to talk about pension thefts. They're stealing from us. You're living on $30,000, $40,000, $50,000. They can't live on $250,000, $700,000, 500000 a year. We'll be right back. new data from life insurance companies. It seems like young people are dying at an alarming rate. For instance, Lincoln National is currently the fifth largest life insurance company here in America. And according to their annual statements, they have seen a 163% increase in death benefits that were paid out under their group life insurance plans. Specifically, in 2019, it was a little over $500 million. In 2020, which is when the pandemic began, they paid out approximately $548 million. However, in 2021, which is the second year of the pandemic, as well as the first year of the mass vaccination program, which saw almost 260 million Americans get the shot, Lincoln National paid out a stunning $1.4 billion, which is a 163% increase over the prior year. And according to the company, this uptick is somehow not related to the pandemic. Quote, 
the increase was driven by unfavorable non-pandemic-related morbidity and unusual claims adjustments. What do you think is driving this increase? Leave your thoughts in the comments and subscribe for more. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I, I think our, our biggest issue with many of these amendments are that there's no clear definition of, of what these items are, and we're waiting on for some we're waiting for some bureaucrat to define what these things mean. Um, if it's up to the federal government, up to bureaucrats to define things, then we end up with terms like extremists, domestic terrorists, uh, and they end up targeting conservatives. Um, I mean, if we were wanting to have an additional disclaimer from the government, well, the vice president of the United States just said that energy rates are down, that that people's electric bills are lower and they're able to afford vacations. No, energy is very expensive right now and continues to rise because of the policies implemented by my colleagues on the left and enforced through the stroke of a pen by Joe Biden. Uh, and, and, and so to, to have a government disclaimer on something I, I don't think is very helpful because it's at whatever political narrative they're trying to promote at, at, at that time. And I, I think it's um, interesting, um, the gentlewoman, uh, Ms. Porter, um, just aligned this with grocery shopping and with the nutritional facts, because there's also issues there. Well, that's a government regulation to have these nutritional facts on the foods that we consume. Well, do you know that if we get beef from Brazil, and it's packaged in America, well, you could put a sticker on that that says that its country of origin is America. Well, that's disinformation because the cow was raised in Brazil and brought to America, but just put in a box or in a different box in America, and now we get to put that sticker on there. And then, of course, I mean, we've all seen the arguments um, with cage-free. That, that's a government regulation you know, to, to have these things on here. Well, your chicken's cage-free. Well, that just means it's not a battery cage. It's still in an enclosure and probably a really tight one, too. These aren't just free-range chickens on 40 acres, 50 acres. They're still in enclosures, sugar-free, fat-free. You can go through all of these things, and these are from government regulations. So I, I think with all of this, you can say that Government ruins nearly everything. So why have government receive more power to restrict Americans, to give their own definitions, depending on who is in power at that time? And that's the issue that my colleagues over here are, are having with most of these amendments. It's, it's not the context of the amendments. It's just the broad, how, how broad they are. And, um, and we don't want them later defined. Yes, I'll yield. With, thank you. I, I just have a, a quick question. Uh, under this bill, who is going to define, you, you just have an issue as to who defines misinformation, disinformation. Who's going to define lawful speech? Well, I think lawful speech is something that's, that's already out there. A free speech is lawful speech. We, we have free speech. Here in America, you, you don't think that Ch chair recognizes Ms. Bobert. Thank you. Um, when you're throwing these amendments out and you have them very vague and broad, then that's where we have an issue, and we need to have a clear definition before we can consider these things. But lawful speech is already determined. We have freedom of speech, and the federal government interfering in that, colluding with big tech—that is the problem that we have. That's the premise that we're facing, where.
American citizens have their First Amendment right completely infringed by the federal government colluding with big tech. Thank you. I yield. segment here and uh, I forgot I just get to talking and just lose my mind here I want to thank little Billy's excavator and backhoe service for helping us and uh, they are located in Yuba County but they serve all over Northern California so if you need some help from a backhoe operator and our excavator operator that would be Israel Garcia he'll do you a great job fair guy honest guy patriot you could text or call him at 530 300 6010 6010 300 6010 530 area code okay and then all power services that's will fanning and josh james and the boys they're out on 1469 stewart road in yuba city just south of the city right off highway 99 to the west as we say towards the buttes very easy to get to bring all your broken power equipment cars tractors generators pressure washers, anything that's got power involved in it, they will fix it. No use buying stuff. And it's just sad when you see things sitting around a yard or in a garage and they're broken and they could be working. At some point you bought those things and you thought, oh, this will really be great to have and be a really great, uh, make life a lot easier for me to repair things, put things together, etc., or go out and have some fun like on a snowmobile or a uh, take something out on the river like a powerboat or jet ski oh, they fix all those things so if you want help from them all power services very simple you can text or call 530-844-0347-844-0347 or just take it out there to 1469 Stewart Road it's very easy to get to not a lot of traffic easy peasy uh, you could you could take a picture of it, send it to them if you want, give them a shout out, say hey, can you how fast can you do this or 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 or, or all those questions, okay? All power services five three zero eight four four zero three four seven. They'll even fix your hurt feelings before you leave. And another one, Allen's Auto Body. That's the guys and gal over there. That's uh, Kevin and and Carrie. Uh, Clark and their uh, son and others that work at Allen's Auto Body at Tea Garden and Sutter. It's a big, it's a corner building right at Tea Garden and Sutter with a big old gnarly canary ye- yellow stripe around it. You can't miss it. Five three zero is the landline. Five three zero six seven one one zero five seven. So you can make an appointment to stop in or just stop in there there Monday through Friday. Okay. All right. Let's get back into it down here. Uh, I want to mention, I'm so pleased that, you know, uh, when you see Marjorie Taylor Greene, you see Lauren Boebert, you see many of these people that get to Congress and they don't take 10 years to warm up their seat, but they just go right down the floor of Congress and just said, I don't like what's going on here. And these gals now are in their second term, 
they're not the only ones that are outspoken, but uh, they impress me. And so when Kevin Kiley, who just left the California legislature and uh, God help him, he was elected to a, a new district here nearby where I live, not my district, unfortunately, but was elected uh, to go to Congress, Kevin Kiley. And he has been, he just did a 16, I think it was a 21 or 22 minute speech attacking Labor Secretary Julie Sue, S-U, who has been the Labor Secretary, Secretary for Brian Newsom is, and has been a total car wreck as a public servant. Under her uh, oversight, $40 billion disappeared fraudulently from the Employment Development Department, which is under the Labor Department. I could go on and on, but Kylie did. I'm sure that you could find his talk somewhere about fighting. Uh, you know, he's leading the fight against Biden's labor nominee. Biden lost his labor secretary, and now Gavin Newsom has talked him into taking Julie Sue. This gal is a nutcase. And uh, Kevin Kylie, I listened to his talk on the uh, Paul Preston show, which is on KMYC. I go in right after him on Saturday and he played the whole clip. And I was so proud of Paul Preston because uh, I just don't really play a clip that long, 21, 22 minutes, but it was Kevin Kiley and he just laid it out. I was so proud of him. And I was wondering where Doug LaMalfa is. My, my congressman who just is absent without leave. So uh, he's taken the fight to Biden, and uh, he is fighting. He's he's in a scrap all the all uh, already over there. So he's also uh, sent a letter to not Gavin Newsom, but the governor of California, since Gavin, right in the middle of a, na- a statewide crisis, weather crisis, he went on vacation. So Eleni Kunalakis is the acting governor. So he he sent a letter to the governor. And uh, so he took a, princi- a, a personal trip. You know, it, you know, when these guys, they don't really give a crap about the state. Biden doesn't care about East Palestine, Palestine, Ohio. You know what he wants? He wants to strip that town out, abandon that town, and put people into high-stack places in urban areas he wants to rewild that town so you think oh how come they're not helping them clean up the water they don't care about the water they don't care about people dying we got plenty of people in this country so 40 50 million die they don't even care i'm telling you people you're not looking at it correctly they do not care about people dying or the water being poisoned oh i thought they were into environmentalism no they aren't they say that they use all these agendas as a way to take your freedoms from you, whether it's environmentalism or whether it's uh, union rules over your job or telling you when you can open and close or wh- how much money you have to pay your employees or how much insurance you have to have or whether you can work in the middle of the night or what I'm telling you people, it's all about taking over control it is not about having a better universe. They want to get you out of the universe. They want to get us out. So uh, 
Kylie has been appointed to the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Crime. I'm so happy about that because he used to be a prosecutor, Kevin Kylie. And he had a hearing last week on fentanyl. And he advocated for dealers to be prosecuted as murderers. As the DA, of, he says, as the district attorney in Placer County is doing. Now, I think that's a good idea, but I don't like the DA of Placer County persecuting and prosecuting my friend Randy Mitchell, who is uh, his only crime was cutting hair when Gavin Mussolini didn't like it and didn't want him cutting hair, and he was shutting him down. It didn't matter. You could stand 20 deep at Walmart or Home Depot or Lowe's or any of these big stores. You could stand 20 deep. You could kiss somebody in public. You could do all kinds of things, touch them, shake hands, hug them, and not get arrested. But if you cut somebody's hair and actually try to pay for the bills of your barbershop or salon, whatever you have, that's against the law all of a sudden without, without any due process. See, it's again, it's another violation of the Constitution. The Constitution said that if you're going to take somebody's ability to earn a living for a while, like cut a ditch in front of the street or cut them off so nobody could come in their building, you're going to have to, it's a, it's a concept of takings. You have to evaluate how much damage you're doing to them and compensate them for it. But they didn't do any of that. It's just like right now, Caltrans wants to improve the intersection of Live Oak Boulevard and Eager Road, which is right on the corner of the church property I'm involved in. And they, we've been talking to them, and they say we want to enlarge that for safety reasons. And they have good points. And they said we need, a, we need some of your property, a little bit of your property. And they said we will pay you for it. It isn't just like, oh, well, we're going to use some of your property. There you have it. No, it's not like that. We'll pay you for it, right? But in this situation, they just shut, shut people down. They did not help them with their finances. And then when they went back to work because they couldn't survive raising families and such, they took them to court. Now, Kev, uh, Randy Mitchell's court case is the 23rd of March. At one one o'clock at the Placer County Courthouse. So if you have some time, maybe maybe you should look at it a different way. Maybe you should take some time. It's a one o'clock start. We're going to be down there before noon, before twelve, and get down there with some signs and protest. What are we protesting? That we have a tyrannical government. It isn't just it isn't just the DA. You know the DA is a puppet. Who is he a puppet of? The Chinese premier? No, no, no. He's a puppet of Gavin Newsom. And you know what? What they use to get his attention? Money. Money, money, money. Can you say money with me? M-O-N-E-Y. Pronounce it. Money. Money, 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 money. And opportunity and power. So at some point, the district attorney may want to run for a statewide or a national office, or he maybe he wants to run and be the attorney general of California and, 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 or be at, at one of the department leaders down at the state. And they say, listen, take care of this and we'll, we'll, we'll make it right with you later. That's what this is all about. 
It has nothing to do with doing what's right. If you sit in your lazy boy and try to figure out, well, what's right or what's wrong or did he do something wrong? It's like the, you remember the uh, Cliven Bundy case when they came in and took all his cattle and killed a bunch of his cattle, hundreds ahead. And they blamed it all on him. He'd been on that property. The Bundys had had Clark County, Nevada property for years they'd farmed on. And they blamed it and they lied and they twisted things and they, uh, they put him in jail. He was in jail for two years. For what? And not getting a permit to run cattle? They lied. And you know what? They had two liberal judges, one in Clark County, Nevada, and one in Portland, Oregon, because there were two issues. They, the government lost both of those cases. You know why? They lied. They colluded, and the whistleblowers from the government themselves stood up and said, these people abused the justice system to punish the, Cly- the Bundy family. I'm telling you, people, it, these, these people are crooked. They do, not, they do not take a back seat to the mafia. The mafia is crooked. Major cartel people are crooked. The, these guys that wear suits and ties and white shirts are crooked. And they talk like, oh, yeah, we're, we are the people that are representing justice. They are not. They are liars. We, we are beholden to the Constitution of the United States. Laws and rules and regulations that are repugnant to the Constitution of the United States, we have no, uh, we are not compelled to follow them. We have no responsibility to follow rules, laws, and uh, codes and and local ordinances that is republic repugnant or contrary to the Constitution. You with me? We can walk away from. Oh well, Lou. Then then what if they put you in jail? Well, they can. They can. That's why they put Cliven Bundy in jail for two years and his boys. These are grown men with families in solitary confinement. What do you think about the January 6th people? They've been locked up for two years. You know who put on that? That was a demonstration about the illegal election. But but it wasn't the Trump people who caused violence and caused all the trouble. That was the FBI. The FBI infiltrates organizations and, and movements and creates a, a breaking of the law, and then they arrest the people that they want to arrest. That includes any kind of gang. That includes patriot organizations that, that aren't violent. And I could show you time after time after time when they were caught, and they had to pay millions of dollars for settlement. The FBI was behind the January 6th destruction, uh, damage and all the stuff that went on there that they ended up arresting people for. They were littered. FBI people were littered through there. You, I'm telling you, that's what happened. And, uh, and if you ever look back and study Ruby Ridge and the Weaver family, the Weaver family was not doing anything wrong. They just, they didn't like the fact that they were, he was a once, uh, special forces guy they didn't like the fact that he didn't want anything to do with society and they moved out to a remote area of either idaho or montana or something they ended up shooting his wife who was standing in his house holding a baby with a sniper they shot the sniper shot her 
uh, is this America, people? This is not America. This is criminal what's going on. I don't know whether you want to label it socialism, communism, whatever. This is uh, lawlessness. We have these FBI, the Department of Justice, all these groups are lawless. The IRS are lawless. They do not follow the law. And they have judges that are complicit. The same judges, the three judges that overthrew the negative ruling against against Measure K, the senior judge on the appellate court, 3rd District, was fired right after he made the decision to overthrow the, overthrow the Stephen Barrier's Yuba County ruling. Why? Because he was completely incompetent. Do you think that made a difference? No, 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 just... I'm telling you people, unless there's somebody to fight, we lose every time. If it, And it's fine. If you don't want to fight... I don't even know why you'd be listening to the show if you're not one to fight. If you're not one to fight, you just will hand over all your assets to the government and just get on a, a handout system. Do you realize that hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars was given out by Julie Sue's operation, the Department of Labor Secretary of the State of California, to criminals in the uh, in the uh, California prison system, do you think she's going to be held accountable? She's going to get promoted. In government, if you're totally incompetent, you will get promoted. I've seen it in local government. I've worked with these people. I've turned them in, and the and the bosses turn around and promote them, right right in my face. And they are complete. They would not last a month in private sector because their inability to actually show up and work is like shouting at you. In Washington, D.C., this may be the beginning of something interesting. A mother sued a uh, Washington District of Columbia doctor. She went in to get some, you know how you take your kids in to get a physical for sports, took her boy and her girl that she has a a toddler on her lap. So when the kids went into the actual, see the doctor, they had to go in and get a physical. That's all they were getting is a physical to permit him to play sports. He went in and the doctor, Natonia McNeil injected both kids with COVID shots saying that they had to have COVID shots to play sports. The kids freaked out and mom, they had cell phones. So mom said, if there's any question, just call me on the phone. I'm sitting out here in the lobby uh, with the, the little baby. Right? So we have kids 15 and 17 years of age at the mobile medical clinic. And, uh, the, the lawsuit alleges that, uh, this doctor, held the children in the examination room longer than necessary for a regular checkup and vaccinated them against COVID-19 over their objections and without consulting their mother in order to attempt to obtain the child's consent, which they are not legally able to provide without parental or guardian. The doctor falsely informed the children the COVID-19 vaccine was mandatory for school attendance and told them they could not lawfully decline it 
if they wanted to attend school. Now, listen, people, when you're twisting and manipulating 15 and 17 year olds as a doctor, listen, people, you need to go to jail. The attorney, uh, Matthew Hardin, seeks damages for false imprisonment, battery and fraud. Uh, Children's Health Defense, that's a Bobby Kennedy group, is financing the lawsuit because, according to the CHD president and general counsel, Mary Holland, CHD, that's Children's Health Defense, couldn't just sit, sit still and not allow this wrong to go unpunished and not bring this to the public attention. In an exclusive conversation, uh, McNeil explained why she is suing the doctor. McNeil's the mother, and I'll tell you about that in just a second because we're going to go to a break. It's all right if you don't want to go home. It's all right if you don't want to be alone. It's all right if you don't. Members of the board, my name is Craig Schubert. I'm the mayor of this city. It has come to my attention that your educators are distributing essentially what is child pornography in the classroom. Yep. I've spoken to a judge this evening. She's already confirmed that. So I'm going to give you a simple choice. You either choose to resign from this board of education or you will be charged. I love this country, and I was born here. And I've written many songs glorifying it, <laughs> but it ain't perfect. Now I'ma write a song criticizing it. Don't be surprised now. We are just the empire of lies now. It's looking like we're meeting our demise now. Put your faith in God and look up to the skies now. We are just the empire of lies now. We are just the empire of lies now. Looking like we're meeting our demise now Put your faith in God and look up to the sky now The time is now, we're just the empire of lies now Need an overhaul, overseas we so involved I see the writing, it's on the wall This Babylon, we gonna fall You think God is looking down and proud of all his people? We kill babies by the millions He will crush us, we are feeble uh, He is God, we are man He's the rock, we are sand He's got a rod with a big old hand One swipe, all your little plans, man Okay, I will not put any faith in the man I will look to the sky <laughs> Are you gonna make it to heaven? It's real, better look in my eyes Bro, China, Russia Man, ain't the ops To ones in our country Most of them making the loss Most of them making a prop Take a look at the clock Time is ticking, he the boss God's coming with a big old mop Okay, let me get this straight We kick God out of just about everything that we possibly can in this country. We kick him out of schools. We kick him out of government. We push homosexuality on our children. We tell little boys that you could be a little girl. The cup of iniquity and immorality is overflowing in this country. And we expect God to protect us? I don't think don't so. Don't be surprised now. We are just the empire of lies now. It's looking like we're meeting our demise now. Put your faith in God and look up to the skies now We are just the empire of lies now We are just the empire of lies now It's looking like we're meeting our demise now 
Put your faith in God and look up to the sky now The time is now, we're just the empire of lies now Corruption, everybody against the Russian But I don't trust the production, they lying using seduction The devil pulling them strings, the TV ain't what it seems He coming, no other relief, but until I die, I'ma pull up my sleeves Pull up my sleeves we turning the boys into girls and taking the king off the throne man. Instead of these foreign affairs, man, why don't we focus on home? <laughs> Got a border crisis, big threat, it's more than ISIS Point the finger, who's more righteous? That's Babylonian, whore rises Everybody drinking from her cup, won't you come here to America? We can fill it up, I'm American, but truly I just think I had enough Bunch of dummies run this country, things about to get rough Even on the conservative side, you go to these events, you see cross-dressers, man Homosexuals, people living it up partying The world drinks from her cup You are witnessing the fall of Babylon Don't be surprised now We are just the empire of lies now It's looking like we're me So I want to mention some folks that are helping us. Uh, North Valley Paralegal, that's Nellie Garcia. She uh, runs a paralegal office and business at 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, Suite 202A, Yuba City. <clears throat> if you need legal work done, it's cheaper, it's faster, it's easier to go with a paralegal. She's an ace. And uh, I refer to her, people to her all the time. They call the show here. You can call up and make an appointment at 530-751-9289-759289. I highly recommend her. Also, Peachtree Health, uh, I don't recommend them as an organization, but I do recommend Dr. Joe Cassidy, who works for them. He used to be the health official. He is the expert on addiction, though he sees patients for general medical care as well. But Dr. Joe Cassidy works for Peachtree Health a few days a week. I'm feeling like I'm wanting to sneeze. Uh, the number at Peachtree Health is 530-749-3242-749-3242. And if you have problems getting through on that line, if you get through, just say, I need an appointment with Dr. Cassidy. They say, why? Say, I need help with addiction. And... Uh, if there's any problem getting through or getting an appointment, they might say, oh, sometimes they say, oh, he's too busy or this or that or the other thing. Just say thank you very much because I'm going to give you his direct number, his cell number, but I don't want you to call him. I want you to do this specifically like I say. Text your name and then the word addiction and your phone number. Text that to 530-682-682. 682-8648. If you're too anxious to go through that, just call me up. You can reach me 24 hours a day. I'll answer, or you can text me at 530-713-1838, 530-713-1838. Whether you're addicted to tobacco, whatever you, whatever substance you're putting in your body that you feel you're addicted to, we can help you get off it and get into a program. If you need a program, if you don't need a program, we'll get an outpatient system for you, or we get you on some medication to help you. Okay. To stabilize you, you get, you, you got a life. You might think your life is over. It isn't. If you're alive, there's hope. 
so we can we can sh- get you to a place where life is good for you again. So give us a shout out. Also, I want to mention uh, thriftyrooter.net, Thrifty Rooter, or the website thriftyrooter.net. They have worked in this area for nearly 50 years. They are the go-to group to get your lines moving in the direction you need them to go in. So uh, you can dial them up old school on a landline at 530-673-8201, 673-8201. Or you can uh, reach them right off their website at thriftyrooter.net. They have a whole menu of services that they provide, and then you could just send them a little memo and you give them your address, your phone number, your name, and they will respond to that just like calling them if you don't want to call them, right? You could just do that even in the middle of the night. Just They probably have they have dispatchers, but you could just send them a message, okay? And they will uh, come to your assistance. They work all through this Northern California area, Yuba, Sutter, Butte, um, Nevada, Calusa, and also down in the Lincoln area. They also do uh, super work on septic systems if you're not hooked up to the city sewer they can also help you with your septic system get the tank uh relief from the pump they got pumpers big pump big pumpers they got the huge pumpers they can come in there and just make all things right until you can get your uh, system straightened out okay all right uh let me get back down here to where i need to be uh I wanted to you might have heard that uh, there's all these different COVID mandates that are now being uh, undone. You know, COVID was designed by the government inflicted by the government and uh i'm not talking about president trump but i'm talking about the deep state and uh so they're, now they're declaring it's over now if we could see into the the virus realm or the spiritual realm where you could see all things you would see viruses by the bajillions going in and out of your house and in and out of every building nothing's changed COVID hasn't changed. Uh, The government just decided to lift the restrictions and go on with life as we used to go on. All they did is create a artificial disaster that cost trillions of dollars, cost millions of lives. Many of our loved ones died uh, for no reason. They didn't die from a deadly disease. It wasn't a deadly disease in itself that this shot has been a deadly disease. So anyway, let me just jump back here and just finish where I was. This woman filed a lawsuit. She says McNeil, the the, the mother of the 15 and 17 year old students that were in, in for a, a physical said, I just feel like people shouldn't be able to do whatever they want to do uh, to other people. And especially our children. As a mother, I feel like y'all just took all my rights from me to do what you wanted to do with my kids. She says, I just want justice to be done in this case. I feel like something needs to be done. This just can't continue to happen. I feel violated. 
Lady, you feel violated because you were violated. If you had to stay in your house, if you had to take your kids out of school, if you had to wear a mask, if you had to stand six feet apart, if you couldn't go here, couldn't go there, you couldn't get your elective surgery or your cancer checkup, your blood checkup, you were violated, people. You were violated, violated, violated over and over again by a tyrannical government. I don't care what label they put on themselves, constitutional or public. They are criminals. A criminal is a criminal. Somebody that hurts you, damages you, runs over you is a criminal. Unless it was an accident. This was not COVID was no accident. According to the complaint, this organization's stated goal is to vaccinate all children against COVID-19. Children are immune from COVID. They had no reason to vaccinate these people. Their goal is stated, our goal is to increase vaccination rates in D.C. More than 30 years, more than 30 years, our role has been uh, to help address, it, it just BS. It just BS. There's, there, I just hate to read lie, these quotes from these people who are just, they don't deserve to live. Oh, I know that's going to get me in trouble out there with Yuba County. They don't deserve to live. You can say that. I just can't say I'm going to kill somebody, right? I think that was the agreement, right, guys? They don't deserve to live. People that molest kids, you know, there's a lot of us that have a difference of opinion to you liberal prosecutors. People that molest children, that that try to unleash chemicals, whether sticking them in your arm or putting them out through the air or poisoning our water, do not deserve to live, people. You've lost a lot since the previous generation, you prosecutors. Our forefathers held the Nuremberg trials to prosecute German leaders who made a real effort to poison, murder, and starve, and rape certain peoples that they didn't like. McNeil said that when she took her older children to the clinic, she stayed outside the examination room to care for her infant. As soon as the children entered the doctor's office, she called their daughter's cell phone to let Rethy know that she was just outside the door if the doctor needed to consult her for anything. According to McNeil, the doctor did not ask or inform her about any vaccinations and did not ask her to sign anything. At the end of the physical, Rethy came out to talk to her. McNeil said the doctor explained her son's asthma treatment, da, 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 on and on it goes. Listen, people, I hope they get a bajillion dollars from there, and I hope that local people in our Yuba Sutter areas are listening to this and sue their doctors out of business. I hope they take the white coat from them and send them over to Walmart to greet people. We had doctors in our community. How about your community, wherever you're from? We had doctors that went on Facebook and posted a statement stating that they wholly supported our crazy county health official who's and and agreed with the statement that the that the jab is safe, effective, and well tested. None of the three items were anywhere near true, and they either didn't know that and just you know mouthed that to get along to go along to get along or they're liars. I'm a dropout. 
You don't want to come to me to be a doctor for a doctor. But I will tell you this. I knew that all those three of those things were lies from the very beginning. I knew it was not well tested. I knew the jab would kill people and make them sick. The jab, by the way, even Tony Fauci today is admitting that the jab spreads COVID. You remember Dr. Lou said it's going to stop COVID. Dr. Lou says it's going to allow you to return to normal to take off your mask. None of that was true. We couldn't take off our mask. It didn't stop COVID. People got COVID with the shot. The shot gave them COVID and they spread COVID with the shot. Dr. Lou promoted that. People died from the jab in Yuba Sutter County. People had aneurysms from Yuba Sutter County. People got myocarditis in Yuba Sutter counties. According to the complaint in Washington, D.C., both children received the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine authorized for emergency use. Both children were upset and angry. They had been coerced into the vaccine. You know how the mom found out they'd got a vaccine? One of the kids said, man, my arm hurts, mom. She said, why is your arm hurting? They said, they jabbed me in the arm. Listen, people, this is where, where did, where did the whole thing about being properly informed? (coughs) When I've had surgeries, they have gone out of their way to inform me of all the things that could happen and ask and, and make sure that I was who I said I was and that it was the right leg or the right arm or the right part of my body they were working on. They marked it. They double checked. They triple checked. They quadruple checked. They, they over and over asked me if I was allergic to vaccines. They asked, 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 asked if I had any questions. And do you think you did it on COVID? No, they did not. And right in the packaging, it would have said to you that you might get a miscarriage. Man, I, the women I know had a major meltdown when they had a miscarriage. Major meltdown. It was a huge loss. Are we just thinking it's no big deal that that miscarriages went up 300% in the military after they took the jab? A judge for the U.S. District Court of the District of Columbia on March 18, 2022, granted a preliminary injunction prohibiting the D.C. Mayor Department of Health and Public Schools from enforcing the mandate, the enforcing the jab law. That means that the, at the time McNeil's children visited the clinic, they could not legally provide consent to be vaccinated. They'd say, oh, yeah, they could. They, uh, this law made it, if you were just 11, you could do consent. No, it, the guy passed in, the guy delivered or granted a preliminary injunction said, no, you can't. Kids that age cannot do that. McDeal says, to do that to my little children, my innocent children, they took their rights away when she backed away from uh, the doctor and said she didn't want it. The child, that should have been the end of it. They shouldn't have pursued it. They should have walked away from it and talked to the mother. Or the doctor should have called me on the phone, she said, to find out what I feel about this, this situation. But the doctor basically told my child a lie. That's most doctors in Yuba Sutter are liars today. Most doctors. I have a few friends that aren't. Most doctors are liars. I have a friend that said, I said, I said, Steve, why did you take the jab? 
He had a, he had an aneurysm, caused some uh, brain damage, and caused some eyesight damage. I said, "Why did you take?" He said, "My doctor told me to." He said, "I trusted my doctor." You doctors are liars. You're responsible. You should be held. A, we should take your license from you. You should not be in practice. I would rather trust a non-licensed shaman than you. Telling people to take the jab that's killing people and destroying their immune system. You're criminals. I, I, you know, I, I go into Yuba County Jail. I've been in there for years helping people. Those people are not as bad as you. I'm telling you, they're not as bad as you doctors that are destroying the lives of people by putting the jab in their arm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You're disgusting. Then I got Dr. Denota jacked my friends around. Dr. Denota, the orthopedist. Forcing them now that now the newest rules are, oh, yeah, that we now no longer have to wear masks. Why? Why are there no longer germs in the air? Why are we no longer wearing masks? Did you give up on forced compliance? Are, are, is the air clean now? No germs left, no bacteria left, no, va- no viruses in the air to worry about? Or you just wanted to have a fresh launch on a new pandemic. Is that why the doctors are so fastidious about wearing a mask? They are going to lose their license. This one article, America's COVID response was based on lies. Almost all American leaders have gradually pulled back from their COVID mandates, requirements, closures, even states like California, which was the Nazi capital of of the uh, United States, which had imposed the most stringent and longest lasting restrictions on the public. At the same time, the media has been gradually acknowledging the ongoing release of studies that totally refute or reject the purported reasons behind those restrictions. Yuba County, I hope you're listening. This overt reversal is falsely portrayed as learned or new evidence. You liars. You're liars. You're worse than the average criminal at Yuba County. Little acknowledgement of error is to be found. No apologies. No apologies from any corner. We have, been, we have seen no public apology for promulgating false information or putting out false information or for villi- vilification and the delegitimization of policy experts and medical scientists like myself who spoke out correctly about data, standard knowledge about viral infections and pandemics and fundamental biology. They censored good doctors who had backbones and and had principles about them, not these local lackeys. The historical record is critical. We have seen a macabre or Orwellian attempt to rewrite history and to blame the failure of widespread lockdowns on lockdown critics. Along, alongside absurd denials of officials' own incessant demands for them. The people today, the leaders today that are discredited are no different than the Hitlers of yesterday, the Gorings of yesterday. They're no different. The Rommels of yesterday. The propagandists of yesterday, the people that put people into ovens of yesterday, the people that 
starved people to death and experimented with chemicals in their body. If you don't think that COVID-19 jabs were experimental when they were actually described that, that way, they never were an authorized good housekeeping stamp of approval jab. It was experimental people. And you know what they're saying now? These dirty dogs. These dirty dogs like the supervisors and Dr. Lou, they're saying, oh, well, you know, it was all voluntary. Really? Voluntary. My friend Randy Mitchell has been going through three years of government brown shirts, criminals, paid criminals with our tax dollars running around harassing his barbers, taking photographs, pedophiles. They're pedophiles taking photographs of little boys and girls going into his, his barbershops getting a haircut, photographing, going to use them in court. They're pedophiles. I told them, if any government official shows up at Uppercut in Marysville, I want to call. I'm going to arrest him. I'm going to do a citizen's arrest as a pedophile. They have no right. You don't have a right in this country to just go around and harassing people going into local businesses. You know what it would be? It would be thrilling to have a a, 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 a district attorney send one of their investigators down and arrest some of these people for harassment. We'll be right back. We got our fifth segment coming up. we were having a political conversation about this is actually wrong. The only thing that we want to do is recognize the best, those brave men and women that are willing to give their lives and a sacrifice for us to be able to convene the day. I served in combat. I'm a West Point graduate. I am the kind of person that's willing to die for this country. For us to sit here together and offer just a little bit of homage to those that are willing to do that, I think is actually necessary. That flag represents the deaths of thousands of men and women. And every day that I get up, I look at that flag and I thank God that we are here. Quite frankly, we should be saying the pledge. The least we can do is to pay homage to the sacrifice of those that have come before us to say, Democrat or Republican, we are in this together. That flag is the one thing that unites us. Let's just take 30 seconds to put all of our differences aside and say, we can agree that this country is wonderful, has done outstanding things, and that brave men and women were willing to die for it. And that's what sets us apart from every other country in the entire world. When you look at a chart of the birth rate in almost any Western country, you will see the same alarming trend. For years now, the birth rate has been well below replacement level. Now, obviously, this creates massive problems because in all these countries, there are giant social security as well as welfare schemes which require the younger generations to support the older generations. But what happens when that's no longer possible simply because there aren't enough babies? Well, there are different approaches because while most countries in Europe as well as the U.S. are allowing for massive waves of immigrants to come in and offset the declining birth rate, well, Hungary is doing something different they have put in place policies which give massive tax breaks to parents. For instance, if you are a Hungarian man and you have a child, then you'll pay no income taxes at all until the age of 25. If you're a woman, you won't pay any income tax until the age of 30. And then furthermore, if a Hungarian woman has at least four children, she will be exempt from income taxes for the rest of her life. 
And wouldn't you know it, Hungary's birth rate is beginning to bounce back. Do you think that our government should likewise prioritize supporting new parents? Mr. Chairman, Attorney General Garland, let, let me just ask you, does your department have a problem with anti-Catholic bias? Uh, our department um, is, uh, 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 protects all religions um, and all ideologies. It does not have uh, any uh, bias against any religion of any kind. Well, you could have surprised me, because given the resources that you are expending and the apparently intelligence assets that you are deploying against Catholics, it appears, and other people of faith, while simultaneously turning a blind eye while people are executed gang-style in the streets of our cities, including in my home state, I, your answer, frankly, surprises me. Let's talk about the Mark Houck case, for example. You've been asked about this already today, and frankly, your answers really astound me. This is a case where a Catholic pro-life demonstrator, father, was accused of disorderly conduct in front of an abortion center, the local prosecutor, the Philadelphia district attorney, who is a Democrat, a liberal, very progressive, declined to prosecute. There was a private suit that got dismissed. And then after all of that, your Justice Department sent between 20 and 30 armed agents in the early morning hours to the Houck's private residence to arrest this guy after he had offered to turn himself in voluntarily. Here's the photo once again. You can see the long guns. You can see the ballistic shields. You can see that they're wearing bulletproof vests. Why did the Justice Department do this? Why did you send 20 to 30 SWAT-style agents and a SWAT-style team to this guy's house when everybody else had declined to prosecute and he'd offered to turn himself in? Determinations of how to make arrests under arrest warrants are made based uh, by the tactical operators um, in the uh, district. They are not but you surely looked into it by this point, right? They you, you know the answer, surely. They, all I know is what uh, the FBI has said, which is that they made the decisions on the ground as to what was safest and easiest. So you do not agree with your description of what happened on the scene. You don't agree with my description. I'm pointing out what the photo is. There are agents here who have long guns and ballistic shields. Let's take a look at the hardened criminals that your Justice Department sent these armed agents to go terrorize on that morning. Here they are. Here they are at mass. Here's the seven children with Mr. Houck and his wife. In this early morning, they were all at home. Mrs. Houck has said repeatedly, the children were screaming, they feared for their lives. You've got these agents demanding that he come out, they've got the guns, she said, pointing at the house and at them. He has offered to turn himself in, and this is who you go to terrorize. What's really interesting to me is this seems to directly contradict your own memorandum about the use of force at the Justice Department. You say, Officers may use only the force that is objectively reasonable to effectively control an incident. Are you telling me that in your opinion as Attorney General, it was objectively necessary to use 20 or 30 SWAT-style agents with long guns and ballistic shields for these people? What I'm saying is that decisions about how to go about this were made on the ground by FBI agents. So you're saying you don't know? I'm, I'm saying what I just said that Which is that you're abdicating responsibility? I'm not abdicating responsibility. Then give me the answer. Is Do you think, in your opinion, you are the Attorney General of the United States? 
you are in charge of the Justice Department. And yes, sir, you are responsible. The so F give me an answer. The FBI does not agree with your description. I'm not asking about the FBI. You are the Attorney General. Give me your answer. Do you think that it was objectively reasonable and they followed your guidelines in sending 20 to 30 armed agents to terrorize these people? Yes or no? The facts I have, which are those presented by the FBI, are not consistent with your description. So you think it was reasonable? I'm saying the facts are not as you describe. What, that the children weren't there? That there, wasn't, that there weren't long guns there? That facts. there weren't agents? What, wasn't, what, what do you dispute? What's the factual premise you dispute? FBI Be specific. said they don't agree with your description of... Be um, specific. They don't agree with what? Of, of how many agents, of the agents who were there, and of what their roles were. They don't agree. Do you That's know the jury in this case acquitted Mr. Houck, as I'm sure you're aware. Do you know how long it took him? I, I am aware, and we respect the decision of the jury. Do you know how long it took him? I don't know. One hour. One hour. Philadelphia District Attorney declines to prosecute. The private suit's dismissed. You use an unbelievable show of force with guns that I just note liberals usually decry. We're supposed to hate long, long guns and assault-style weapons. You're happy to deploy them against Catholics and innocent children. Happy to. And then you haul them into court, and a jury acquits him in one hour. I just suggest to you that that is a disgraceful performance by your Justice Department and a disgraceful use of resources. I notice a pattern, though. The FBI field office in Richmond on the 23rd of January of this year issued a memorandum in which they advocated for, and I quote, the exploration of new avenues for tripwire and source development against traditionalist Catholics, it's their, their language, including those who favor the Latin mass. Attorney General, are you cultivating sources and spies in Latin mass parishes and other Catholic parishes around the country? No, the Justice Department does not do that. It does not um, um, do investigations based on religion. I saw the document you have. What did you do about appalling. it? It's appalling. It's appalling. I'm in complete agreement with you. I understand that the FBI has withdrawn it and is now looking into how this could ever have happened. How did it happen? That's what they're looking into. But I'm totally in agreement with you. That document is appalling. I'll tell you how it happened. The, this memorandum, which is supposed to be intelligent, cites extensively the Southern Poverty Law Center, which goes on to identify all of these different Catholics as being part of hate groups. Is, is this how the FBI, under your direction and leadership, is, is this how they do their intelligence work? They look, they look at left-wing advocacy groups to target Catholics? Is this what's going on? I mean, clearly it is. How is this happening? The FBI is not targeting Catholics, and, and as I've said, this is an, uh, an inappropriate memorandum, and it doesn't reflect the methods that the FBI is supposed to be using. It should not be relying on any single organization without doing its own work. Let me just ask you, as my time expires here, a very direct question. How, how many informants do you have in Catholic churches across America? I don't know, and I don't believe we have any informants aimed at Catholic churches. We have a rule against uh, investigations based on First Amendment um, activity, and uh, uh, Catholic churches are obviously uh, First Amendment activity. Well, but uh, I don't know a specific answer to that. You, you don't know the specifics of anything, it seems, but apparently on your watch, this Justice Department is targeting Catholics, targeting people of faith, specifically for their faith views. And Mr. Attorney General, I'll just say to you, it's a disgrace.
that are close enough to Placer County, Yuba Sutter, Nevada, Sacramento, Butte, all you could take some time off and drive down to Placer County on March 23rd at 1 p.m. The court trial starts, but we want to get down there about an hour to two hours ahead of time. So when they're coming back from lunch, they will see us uh, standing up against the tyranny against uppercut barbershops. They now have changed their name to Uppercut Salon because they're now a private membership association. None of them have licenses to barber. So they're saying we don't need licenses to work according to the Constitution. Those are just extra ordinances you guys came up with to collect money. We don't need your oversight. We could create our own oversight if we want as a club. And uh, so uh, I'm going to give you the location at the courthouse. I call it a courthouse. It's probably this massive building down in Placer County. County. It's on 10820-10820 Justice Center Drive. 10820 Justice Center Drive, Roseville, California. And that's March 23rd, 2023 at 1 p.m. But we're going to get down there before noon so we can have over an hour to stand and stand during the, the, uh, the uh, whatever's going to go on inside as well. Uh, basically, he's being prosecuted for cutting hair and operating shops without a license. Why wouldn't he ever have a license? He did have one. They took his license away because he cut hair uh, when the government said he couldn't cut hair. State of California took the license originally, and uh, after removal of the license, the barbers and the stylists continued work, more than 60 independent barbers and stylists. State said is illegal to it is not legal to work in California without a license. Many many occupations do not need even a license to do what what you say you're doing. They have just arbitrarily created licenses and charge people, and then they pay people to run around in little cars and go in and try to. They don't the little people. The little people that run around in cars don't do jack diddly for anybody. They don't help anybody. They don't make people look better or stay, keep people healthy. All they do is harass barbers and cosmetologists. And, and uh, so uh, we don't need that. There's many states that have very few occupations, a handful of occupations in some states that even need a license. Certainly not barbers. So uh, Mitchell, Randy Mitchell argues that the state was wrong to close the shops and take his licenses. COVID was a fraud, and as Americans, they have a right to work according to the Constitution. So there's that. Let me get back onto my other page. <clears throat> listen, people, please don't just listen to this show as entertainment or information. <coughs> do something. Do something. Oh, well, what, what good will it do? It's going to do a lot of good. It's going to show Randy Mitchell that we back him and he's not all alone. You know, he could just as easily throw all of his barbers and cosmetologists under the bus and let them starve, run out of money, and he'd figure out a way to make a living and just let everybody get screwed by Newsom. But he's not that type of person. He's he's a hero type, right? He's a stand-up guy. So just because you're a pussy doesn't mean that everybody else has got to be one. Why don't you, like, try standing up for once? Just try this for once. And whether we win or not is not the issue. It's like we stood, right? You know, it's interesting. My dad went four years to war during World War II. Do you think any of those guys thought, thought for sure they were coming home? 
Do you think any of the guys that went to World War II thought for sure they were going to win? Come on, people. Think. Get a set of balls on you, please, just for a couple hours. Do you think any of the people that went overseas to fight, whether it's Vietnam, World War II, in Japan, the European, the African continent, wherever, do you think any of them thought for sure they were coming back? Do you think any of them thought for sure they would win? But they went. So go to the courthouse to stand up for something that means makes a difference to this state. You think, oh, well, I think I'll just move. Wherever you go, you take your B.O. with you, partner. You screw up that state. We're in a mess here because we're in a mess ourselves. When are we going to change ourselves to stand up and say, ain't going to happen to me. You want to shoot me, put me in jail, throw down, dude. But it, I'm not, I am not going to let you get away with this without hollering all the way to the grave and making a big funky stink. When are you going to, some of you do not belong in America. You belong in a communist country where you're just going to bend over and they're going to shove a cattle prod up your anus. That's where you belong. If you don't, if you don't uh, toe the line, you'll get used to feeling something sharp and hot up your butt because you don't have the DNA of an American. That's what's the problem with you. And so when you have guys like Jeremy Farrard, Tony Fauci, Francis Collins, Eddie Holmes, Andrew Ramboat, Bob Gary, Ian Lipkin. These guys are criminal people that have run roughshod and they're making millions of dollars off, off Big Pharma. Do you realize that Big Pharma paid... N-I-A-I-D, that's the thing that Anthony Fauci ran. Moderna, just one of them, paid N-I-A-I-D $400 million. Do you, why, would you, why would they pay the government $400 million or, or a government-type organization for health? Because they were in on the jab. They were in on, they, they brought the disease that you think came out of a Wuhan wet market. Listen, people, listen, I've been to Wuhan. I've been in a wet market. I've eaten food out of a wet market. You're being jacked around. The, the, the thing that caused us so much problems were made right here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina by Ralph Barrick. And the key guys were Farrar, Fauci, Collins, Barrick, Dasky. They caused your problem. Were the Chinese involved? Yep, we funded it. It wasn't an accident, people. It didn't come from a wet market. It came right out of the lab, and it was designed right here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, by a guy named Ralph Barrick, and, and it... It does not take an investigative attorney, uh, uh, cop to figure this out. It's all in writing. They admitted it. It's all down on paper. And you know who has it? If you'll go to this website, it's called freedomco.net. 
freedomco.net and you watch David Martin's clip right on the front homepage, there should be a David Martin clip there. Dr. David Martin. Or if you can't find it there, go to David Martin World. Just get on that site, David Martin World, and he just does a talk. Called, it's called Butterfly of the Week, but it, every week is Butterfly of the Week. But he talks about and he shows you, he holds the documents right up on the, the camera. It shows right on your computer screens. You read it with him. People, it is not complicated. You do not have to have graduated from high school to get this. These people are criminal. This whole dog and pony show, I'm telling you people, this whole thing about the Republicans, if you think the Republicans are on your side, you're deceived. If you think the Democrats are on your side, you're neither of them are on your side. You know why? Because the corruption regarding the Trump overthrow and COVID is so devastatingly bad and deep and costly that nobody is, wants to rock the boat with, with uncovering it. Republicans know this to be true, what I just said to you. They know it, and they will not act on it, and they're not going to. Mitch McConnell's, they are, not, they are not a part. They are not patriots, people. Mitch McConnell is connected to the Chinese. Oh, how do you know that, Lou? He's married to a Chinese woman. Oh, how? Well, you know, people can have mixed marriages. Listen, she's connected to big shipping magnets in China. It's, it's like they're part. If things got really funky in America, the Chinese would welcome them over there, folks. F McConnell is a loser. He's not a patriot. McCarthy is a loser. He is not a patriot. I don't care what you think he's done as Speaker of the House. This guy is for, he's for Ukraine. These people are bad people. The Republicans know what's going on. You don't hear Rand Paul doing nothing now. He was accused, accusing Fauci of being a liar. They're not uncovering anything. This is all back to the guys I just mentioned here. I mentioned the guys, Collins, Farrar, Dasky, Barrick, Fauci. These are the boys. They did it. Azar. Azar was hired by Trump. Unfortunately, he was a big dog in big pharma. Big pharma is corrupt and it owns your legislator. I don't care whether he's a farm boy or he's a city boy or he's a white boy or a black boy or a Chinese boy. They are corrupted by big pharma. They own them, and they are not going to throw down. It's going to rock this nation to its knees. You know, it may be easier for China or Russia just to take us over because they're the only ones that could just root it all out. They would just go in. You know what they'll do? I know how they do it in China. They just take people out and shoot them. You know when SARS started? I don't even remember what year that was. I was actually... Taking a team, I didn't even know what SARS was. I just knew, I said, oh, there's a SARS outbreak. I thought, oh, good. Somebody's getting sick. Who cares? We're flying a team in to smuggle Bibles, right? And uh, we fly in there into Hong Kong to work out of Hong Kong and then go to Vietnam. And um, all kinds of people are like freaking out. Nobody's on the streets. People are hiding out. There wasn't any mandatory lockdowns or anything. People are just all thinking, oh, the government just scared the death out of people. It was a, it was a, 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 a released, they said, oh yeah, this cat got sick. Oh, it wasn't a cat got sick. They released it out of the, uh, out of the lab on the people. 
to experiment on them. They don't care. They got plenty of people. They got excess people. They don't care about them. It's like when you got you you got lots of cars. You just run them till they run out of gas, and you grab the next one. They don't care about all their extra people, the communists. <clears throat> I didn't even think anything about the, the SARS thing. But it was the same thing as the COVID thing. They just they played around with it in the lab, then they experimented on the people. That's all they did. SARS, S-A-R-Z. It's all a respiratory illness. That's all it is. And all these guys have been involved in this for years. The patents on COVID, I'm talking about the COVID we're talking about. You think, well, I thought it just it just happened right now. No, it didn't happen right now. It's been, do you know that they, they caught Chinese lab people that were here studying in the lab that were working for the Communist Party, smuggling specimens out of Logan Airport in, in uh, Massachusetts. Our own government did. Listen, people. Uh, this is big, big, bad trouble. <laughs> Jamie Farrar, Francis Collins, the head of NIH, Anthony Fauci, the head of <clears throat> NIAID, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Why would Moderna give NIAID $400 million? That's because they're in on it, people. Canada, Canada's also in on it. Do you know who that they're getting rid of the guy that uh, from Ethiopia that's been running the World Health Organization? You know they're going to replace him with? One of the key guys in the conspiracy to kill everybody over here, Jeremy Farrar from Britain, and he runs the Wellcome Trust or Wellcome Trust. It's spelled well and then come. Altogether one word, welcome. Welcome Trust. It's one of the biggest... Uh, richest uh, funding organizations in, in uh, Europe. And he has been involved in this COVID thing from the very beginning. These are criminals. It says leaders of the National Institute of Health and, and the UK's Wellcome Trust played an undisclosed role in persuading virologists to write an influential article asserting a natural origin of SARS. What would be a natural origin? That would mean it came from a bat or it came from a cat or it came from a mouse. It did not. It was clearly created in a lab, a synthetic virus. They put out that, that memo to resist the truth tellers, uh, in our in our society, top people from top people at Stanford University, Harvard University, MIT. They undermined them. Then they they wrote this letter, and then they left it up about a week to let the news media pick up on it. Then they took it down, and now they're saying, "Well, it, you know, we made a mistake. It was a lie. They knew it was a lie. They just did it, and they jerked people around. They confused people. The entire thing has been a psyop. If you felt jerked around, confused, everybody's saying different things, it was on purpose. Can you get that through your head? It was on purpose, jerking you around. (laughs) 
The SARS-CoV-2 sequence was released in mid-January 2022, and by February, scientists were trying to tell us where it came from. Actually, where it didn't come from. That was premature by any call, says virologist Simon Wayne Hobson, an emeritus professor at the Institute Pasteur, who was not involved in the article. Articles of authority, or where it came from, don't wash. That means they're lying. These are the top medical people in our country. Listen, if you think, I don't know how long you're thinking about you might live. Maybe you're a youngster. I don't think you're going to live long enough to outlive for, for the, the medical institution in our country to ever regain their uh, integrity. They're liars. I don't trust any of them. I don't I, I second guess everybody at, at the local level all the way up now. They're liars. And they just repeat things because they're part of a big medical bureaucracy and they want to get their, their little damned retirement. And I don't give a crap about their retirement. In fact, I, I would love to be able to get ruin their career so they wouldn't ever get it. If I could ever get anything on some of these people, like Dr. Lou, I'd take her down in a heartbeat. Not because I don't like her. It's because she's a criminal. I, I know people, I have people that have been killed in my, my life. People have been murdered that I know. That the police say, yeah, we know who did it, Lou. We just can't catch him. Really? Really? Just going to let him. You know, it's interesting. The government just picks and chooses who they want to prosecute. <laughs> they get the low-hanging fruit, baby. So if it's going to take a little while to prosecute somebody like Aaron Easton, who killed his wife over in Yuba City, or if it's going to, or Francis Fauci, who's killed millions of people from Ebola and AIDS, that's guy, this guy has had a career of eliminating people like rats. I, you, you don't have to believe me. Why don't you do your own damn research? Why don't you look up the AIDS epidemic and how Anthony Fauci killed tens of thousands of homosexuals or people with AIDS because he wouldn't give a medication that was cheap, affordable, and he kept it off the market for them, just like he did with this. Keeping, you know, making a mockery of I- I- ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. This guy, we he's the highest paid employee in, in it. Even if he wasn't, even if he was the lowest paid, I would feel the same disdain for him. We'll be right back here. We, we got... Uh, we got one more segment to go. Gratitude when I was coming down. Something quite, quite profound that I cried out loud. I have a brand new story. I was coming down to joy. She was standing there. You know, I'd like to be able to report that we're just in a crisis or there's a crisis coming, but that's not the case. There's no longer a gathering storm. The storm is here. What you have now is you have two converging crises, a crisis of capital markets and economics and a crisis of geopolitical and military. 
Look what happened since Trump left office. Ayatollah's going to Beijing, having a military ceremony, going to bring Xi to, to Tehran. You got the merger of the KGB and the CCP. You've got Erdogan. You have our great allies in Saudi Arabia transferring oil to Chinese currency away from the U.S. dollar. You have a convergence on the Eurasian landmass. And what are we doing? We're turning over our foreign policy to Zelensky to let him determine whether he's going to go take Crimea or not. The convergence of these two crises is going to lead us into a third world war. A third world war that are not only going to wipe you out economically and financially in this country, more important, your sons and daughters are going to die on foreign battlefields. Are you prepared for that? Do you support that? Because if you don't stand up and fight it, it's going to happen. And they will have to fight, and they will be dying. Governor DeSantis, Mike Pompeo, Tim Scott, you have Nikki Haley. That's all fine. It's not relevant. We don't have time for on-the-job training for a man that gave us four years, four, four years, years of peace and prosperity. prosperity. Note to Fox senior management, when Donald J. Trump talks, it's, it's newsworthy. newsworthy. We need unity. We need unity. We're not looking for unity. We're looking for victory. We're not looking for compromise. We're looking to save our country. Okay, Murdoch, here's the way it's going to be, brother. You've disrespected Donald J. Trump long enough. Donald J. Trump is not simply a leader of a political party. He is a leader of the most powerful political movement in American history. He's not up against DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo. He's up against Ken Griffin and Mitch McConnell and Murdoch. If he wins the primary, they're going to work for the Democrats just like they worked for Hillary Clinton. I was there. I can tell you they were in Clinton's camp the entire way. All they are is about money. And the only people can stop them on the face of the earth are you, you, and you. Mega, mega, mega. Remember, Murdoch, you've deemed Trump's not going to be president. Well, we've deemed that you're not going to have a network, network, network. If your task and purpose is to take your country back, this country will be safe. I've been trying to get pregnant for the past year. I really want to bring a child into this world and raise they the right way. Could you imagine doing a natural home birth, vaginal delivery, and throwing a beautiful gender reveal party when they is 15 years old? But I'm running into some complications in the conception process. You know, sperm isn't as strong as it once was with all the toxic masculinity that's in our water nowadays. So I started the in vitro fertilization process and so far, not working because apparently I don't have very good doctors. They keep coming up with excuses like, oh, uh, we can't find any eggs to fertilize. Well, come on, they gotta be in here somewhere or just fertilize something else. These bigoted doctors. We Americans are under attack by our own government. We the people have no choice but to once again defend our freedom. This has all happened before, and we can learn much from the American Revolution. Starting in 1763, to pay for debts incurred from a war with France, the British began enforcing new taxes on the American colonies. In response to this, the colonies set up their own parallel government, based on a simple structure of three committees delegated to voice the will of the people. 
a committee of correspondence to disseminate information, a committee of inspection to enforce Continental Congress decisions, and the most important of the three, a committee of safety to act as general executive in the absence of legal authority. These committees stemmed from each community of all the colonies, and each and every local committee of safety had two missions, to provide military support and monitor political affairs. Each community delegated its own representatives to speak on their behalf at the county level and then at the state level, where state legislatures are thereby formed and senators are elected to represent the overall interests of the people in that state. With these committees, the 13 colonies honorably created a parallel government that lawfully nullified British rule. This compelled the crown to take it back by force, which was met by an honorable and lawful defense of the colonies, known as the American Revolution. The three committee structure that made up this parallel government inspired our US Constitution, a concept of government based upon delegation. Individuals were not elected to rule, their only purpose was to facilitate and implement the will of the people. It was a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Each state was considered to be its own country, which was freely subordinating aspects of its own authority to a federal government. Lawfully speaking, this has never changed, but the federal government of the United States has become bloated with loyalists to the city of London and enemies of we the people. For well over a century, we the people have been coerced into becoming voluntary slaves to a multinational corporate power structure, which has increasingly dumbed us down more and more with each generation. Unconstitutional amendments have been enacted. Constitutional limits of representation have been ignored. And by accepting Federal Reserve banknotes, we have made ourselves a dishonorable nation of debtors. By continually contracting with the corporate U.S. being operated out of the Washington, D.C. city-state, Americans are perpetually surrendering their constitutional sovereignty in return for corporate benefits. We share a common enemy with our founding fathers. Today we call them globalists. Back then, they called them British, a foreign power exploiting the will and destiny of Americans. And back then, their remedy was the Committee of Safety. This is happening again today. Communities are forming their own Committees of Safety. An excellent example is Santa Rosa County, Florida, where the Recall Florida movement sprang from, which seeks to empower the citizens of Florida with the ability to recall county commissioners for corruption, malfeasance, and neglect of duty. The county sheriff is charged with upholding the supreme law of the Constitution. And with your county government in line with your county sheriff, citizens of that county will have the lawful parallel government they need to liberate themselves from contracts made with the corporate US. Because the powers held by the sheriff supersede those of any government official when in the jurisdiction of that county. The PSYOP today is meant to make you feel dependent upon the federal government, but that has always been your choice. And it's not the only choice. You can contact your local sheriff and ask him about his oath to uphold the constitution. 
you can form committees of safety, and you can lawfully purge your local government of corruption. But it requires action, and time is quickly running out. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. I didn't have a chance to do homework last night because, well, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but my dad passed away. It's just been really hard to do anything. Date of passing? Sorry? When, uh, when did he die? Um, 2011. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, I have a one-year expiration date on freebies for the dead and dying. Are you serious? There'll be other opportunities. Your grandparents can't stick around forever. Let's see. Well, I want to mention uh, Dave Green's Construction, who is the premier bathroom and kitchen remodeler in our Yuba Sutter area. You can reach him at 530-682-9602, 682-9602. You can dial him up or text him. But maybe you'd like to see some of his work. So a way to easily do that, if you have a computer or phone, you could go to Greenitz. That's the color green with E-T-Z on the end, greenitzconstruction.com. Or you could go to Dave Greenitz Construction Facebook page. And you can see his before and after work. And you can see some designs there or the old design and what they, how they changed it and then the before and the after. And if you like it, maybe you want to shoot him a message from the site, the Facebook site, or maybe even off the uh, the website, or you could go back and text him or call him at 682-9602. You know, you're not going to be disappointed when you're working with the best, and I know he, I know him for four, over four decades and some of his uh, subcontractors that are specialists in tile or paint or lighting or whatever, that do the install. They are the best, so check them out. Okay, also the plumbing doctor, my friend Ted Holmes, and uh, they do uh, all kinds of plumbing, like I'm just talking to him the other day, and uh, needing to find a leak. And uh, he said, Lou, we're going to have to do this, do that, the other thing. 530-671-9111. They just don't clean out the pipe, but... They may need to go in and and do a major repair, right? And they do all those kind of things to straighten out plumbing problems when they arise and they're deep in the wall. You got to like do a diagnosis and then maybe do a replumb. Five three zero six seven one nine one one one. That's the plumbing doctor. And then also Monty Hecker, who runs Elite Universal Security. And if you can't keep people out of your property or out of your house, or out of your orchards, or out of your business, maybe Elite Universal Security can be your answer to coming up with technology or security plans to keep your life easier and less vulnerable to attack, which is what that is. 
and uh, Elite Universal Security. They're operating all over Northern California. In fact, if you may be listening and you're from a, another county, I'm in Yuba County right now where I'm sitting tonight, but you may be up in Plumas County or you may be up in Butte County or up in Wairica, Shasta County, all the way up to the Oregon border, and the, and Elite Universal Security does projects in a lot of different counties. So maybe you need a part-time job. You might be able to go go to work for Elite Universal Security. They'll, they're looking for part-time people, full-time people. They're, they just want people that they can train to be do guard duty, travel. You know, they don't need to come down here. There's problems everywhere. You could work where you live. So you could give Elite Universal Elite Universal Security a call, and I'm going to give you their number as soon as I can get across the line here. This computer seven four nine zero two eight zero. That's five three zero seven four nine zero two eight zero. You can reach their their dispatchers any time of the night or day, or you could go on the website at eliteuniversalsecurity.com, or you could go to their schooling website at api-academy.com. And they will teach you how to be a guard, or if you need a job done, you need some input, you think, I don't know how to solve this. I just can't keep people out of my place. And uh, so they could, they might be able to advise you and solve that problem for you. If you need, if you're packing a weapon, which uh, I think people should nowadays because it's lawless on the streets. They can help you if you want to get all the proper licenses or they can help you learn how to shoot, all that kind of stuff. They have their own range. Um, so in regards to guns, let me just slip over here and talk about this for a minute. Do, do you follow the NBA? That's the National Basketball Association. Do you remember a few years ago, the Houston Rockets were one of the top teams in the NBA. And a guy named uh, Daryl Morey, made a comment, a t- he, he tweeted uh, when there were the big democracy demonstrations in Hong Kong. Now, I've been in Hong Kong. It's one of the most, it was one of the most beautiful cities in the world, one of the most advanced cities. And when it was given over from the British to back to the Chinese in 1997, I think it was, uh, they were going to run it as leave it the way it was, the Chinese. They promised to have two systems, one country. But... A few years ago, they said, no, nope, we're not going to have all this freedom stuff. So all you freedom-loving Chinese, you're going to either toe the line or we're going to bring you up here to beat Beijing, put you in prison. And so hundreds of thousands of people protested. And so uh, and they were putting millions of uh, Uyghur people, that's a Muslim Chinese people that live way up in the north, and they were putting millions of them in in uh, prison, and they were also putting millions of Falun Gong people. Those are peaceful, religious folks. And they were harvesting their organs and selling their organs to Westerners, and uh, they were marketing out human parts. And uh, so, anyway, the uh, Lloyd, Lloyd uh, or Daryl Morey made a comment like, uh, you know, much success to the protesters in Hong Kong. And because China is a big investor in the NBA, they threw a fit with the NBA. And uh, 
which cost them a few hundred million dollars, the NBA. And so Lloyd, uh, Daryl Morey had to resign for just saying, for, for actually saying, way to go, Democratic protesters, right? They were waving American flags and were pro-Trump. But in the NBA, which is woke and pro-Chinese, yes, they're pro-Chinese. They're not pro-American. They're not pro-American. Do I have to say it again? They are not pro-American. So Daryl Morey had to resign. Now he's the manager, the business manager, or the president of the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. He's a great ma- He's a great basketball guru. That's all he said. He didn't say, I hate Chinese. He just said, way to go, Hong Kong protesters, right? So all these suck-ups like LeBron James and all these star athletes who are all owned by China, they're owned. They are not independent. China could jerk the rug out from under these big dogs in a minute. And uh, so Enos Cantor, now he, he took on the last name of Freedom, it's either Enos Cantor Freedom or something, or Enos Freedom Cantor. He was a seven-foot-tall basketball player for the NBA from Turkey, which is Muslim. And he has taken on Turkey, and he's taken on the Chinese as being authoritarian, and he ain't going for it, and he threw down on it. And you know what happened to him? He is no longer playing for the NBA because he stood up against authoritarianism. These people in the NBA are not Americans, people. American is not where you're born. I'm talking about American DNA. They are pussies. And they are owned by the Chinese. And just like many of you, you would throw your neighbor onto the bus if you thought you were going to lose your job for standing up for the right thing. Your job, your money, that is an American that's selling out and having the wrong value system. You got the wrong value system. Daryl Morey of the of the Houston Rockets had the right DNA, and they weren't tolerating it, tolerating it. So he resigned. He was forced to resign. Why would I bring this up? Because I'm going to bring up something else that you're going to think. Oh, I can't believe you're saying that. Yeah, I'm going to say it. There's a guy named Ja Morant, J.A. Morant, who is one of the best players in the NBA right now. He's a guard. He looks like a gangster. He's got all kinds of tats. A lot of the, you know, it's a lot of the NBA. They portray themselves as gangsters. They're pussies. They play. They're good at basketball, but they all want to look hard on the court. And they're showmen, right? So Jay Morant, Ja Morant, Jay Morant, what do you want to call? He's one of them. So he's been. He's the star player for the Memphis Grizzlies. And all of a sudden, he got put. He got put on probation or detention with the with the squad. Got moved off the game, out of the game, off the lineup. You know why? Because a video surfaced of Jay Morant, and it looked like at a nightclub or something he was packing a gun. What kind of reaction did you just have? I want you to analyze your own reaction. NBA player packing a gun. You know, in America, everybody is allowed to pack a gun unless they got a felony on them. Why does it make any difference if he's a black guy and looks gangster? Him packing a gun. 
no one has said in the in the in the uh, in the media that he was not allowed to pack a gun. They did not say he's a felon. But the but the NBA is disciplining him, causing him millions of dollars, and may kick him totally out for 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 uh, having a photo taken of him or a video and him showing a gun. I I, I was with some people the other day in Yuba County. We're packing, and the guys. We we came into a contact on a piece of property with another guy. He had a gun laying across his lap. There's no law against that. That's not scary. <clears throat> My father and I used to drive with, with guns in our pickup. They displayed across the back the uh, back window, in a rack. And I watched uh, top sports analysts just go slobbery ape on John Morant. And just lecture his father and lecture all his mentors and just go ape shit on John Morant. I don't know John Morant. I don't know everybody that has guns in the United States. I don't need to know them. They have a right to have a gun. If I was an NBA player, I would pack a gun. They're a target. These people are targets. And and the Supreme Court of the United States, if it helps you any, just said you these local governments, like right here in Yuba and Sutter County, do not have a right to make us jump to a lot of hoops to conceal carry. Did you hear what I said? You think, oh, you can't just conceal carry. You got to go through this whole process. Yeah, that's contrary to the Constitution, folks. That is con, and we have constitutional sheriffs that will not take that down. And you know what the rumor is? The rumor is that Gavin Newsom, after losing the right to have all these hoops and 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 just arbitrarily tell people you don't you don't need one, it isn't a matter of need. Packing a gun is a right. And it's not a right given to us by government, it's by God. You have a right to defend yourself and a right to uh come against the government. You have a right to do that. It doesn't mean we have to do it. You have a right to do it. And has, I bet most people reacted like, oh, John Moran, I knew he's dirty. I knew he's a thug. How come you think that? Just because he's black or he's got his hair fixed a different way than you would if you were black? Or he's got tats or he's, he's intense on the floor? Does that make a person a violent criminal or a thug who can't pack? And now we got these sissies, Adam Silver. That guy, what is he, a homosexual or something? He's a sissy. (coughs) And he's throwing down against Jay Morant. And who's standing up for Jay Morant? All these black uh, commentators just going after Jay Morant or John Morant. I thought, why? Leave him alone. So why didn't everybody just say, hey, he's, it's, it, he's legal. He's, he doesn't have a criminal history. He, does, he isn't a felon. He can pack. The government cannot determine when or when, when or when not you can or cannot have a gun. Why don't people get concerned about this? Pete Buttigieg, who's the director of transportation... All right. Let me see if I can find this really quick. 
He's married to a guy. Okay? They went out and got themselves a kid. Then there's a mayor of, uh, if I can, Maryland mayor. It's College Park, Maryland. It's a small city of 40,000, but it's right close to D.C. So this mayor, Patrick Wohan, uh, he got arrested. He's a buddy of Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg does not want to touch Mayor Patrick with a long pole. He said, oh, I hardly remember. This is what Bill Gates said about Epstein. Oh, I, I just had dinner with him. No, he didn't. He flew down to Pedophile Island repeatedly over the years. That's why one of the reasons his wife got sick of him. He's down there screwing little girls. Bill Gates is a pervert. Epstein is a pervert. Patrick Wohan was arrested for 56 child pornography-related charges. You know what he calls Pete Buttigieg, the de- de- department director of transportation? His mentor. Have you ever had a mentor? Mentors have a pretty good influence on your life, right? He visited. Have How many times have you been invited? Maybe you went on a tour of the White House if you went to Washington. Have anybody in this audience I'm talking to been in, invited or called up and said, can I come to the White House and see so-and-so? And we're allowed to. Anybody? This guy was back and forth to the White House many, many, many times since Biden took office. Patrick Wohan of College Park, Maryland. He was arrested and he resigned from office immediately. Child pornography. Not not pornography, just general. Child pornography. He likes kids. Wohan, a Democrat, said in his and, and just I'm not saying all Democrats are pedophiles. I'm I'm not saying that Republicans are not pedophiles. There's there's some on both sides and they're all screwball. He said he's going to cooperate with law enforcement. Of course he is. He's been the mayor since 2015. He's been rubbing elbows with all the powerful politicians in, in White House. Not because it's a big city, but because it's right next to the White House area. <clears throat> so he would uh, he was at the White House once in 2021 on June 25. He then would go back, and he was there on June 15. He was on 22, and he was there on September 13th. According to Wohan's Instagram account and White House's website, Wohan was in attendance at an event commemorating the LGBTQ XYZMOP Pride Month. Pictures from his Instagram show Biden and the Transportation Secretary Pete giving remarks for the event. Allegations against former College Park mayor are extremely disturbing. Now, Pete didn't say that. He had one of his spokes. Pete's so busy. He's so busy because he's got a baby at home. And he's got to check on his husband and uh, or wife, whatever he calls her, him or her. Uh, anyway, he he couldn't even give a uh, a comment on that. He was so upset. So he had a spokesperson for the transportation department say, quote, allegations against former College Park Mayor Patrick Wohan are extremely disturbing and we're thankful local law enforcement ha- has intervened now. Out in real America, they would just take that dude out and shoot him. When they just say extremely disturbing, 
That don't mean this guy's going to get jacked. The secretary, this is such a lie, says the secretary, that means Pete, did not know the former mayor very well, but did meet him a number of times through the conference of mayors, etc. And one Instagram post from the 25th of June included two pictures of Wohan, posed for pictures with Buddha Judge and his husband, Chaston. The caption read, Always great to see these guys at the White House. The January 23 visit occurred on June, January 20. At the mayor's thing, Wuhan's tweet showed shows multiple top Biden officials, including Biden's senior advisor, Gene Sperling. Wuhan is also a political mentee of Buttigieg. Noting that their friendship and noting about their friendship in an interview with the LGBT news site in, at the Washington Blade, he says, "Quote: I actually met Pete shortly after I was elected mayor in 2015. I went to the U.S. Conference of Mayors in January and was assigned to. He was assigned to be my buddy. Well, thank you, Jesus. After meeting the two, the two chatted on the phone regularly." Pete says, oh, I hardly ever knew him. After f- meeting, the, the two chatted on the phone regularly. And, gave, and Pete gave Wohan tips on what, what to expect ahead. Anyway, on and on and on. We need to go. This is the end of the show. God bless you. And we will be back next week if the Lord wants me to. See you later. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom. I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies are blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed day and the dark sacred night. And I think to myself,